0: high school football is on the air havenfootball.net and the swarthmorean weekly newspaper are pleased to present tonight's strathaven football game tonight's game is between your five and one strathaven panthers and the five and one conestoga pioneers
1: Pulling away is Shuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes, into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks.
0: Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve All Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto Home and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulgenetti, Andrew Kaufman
1: and Mike Mayer. One week ago the Panthers crossed the halfway point in style. On the final play of the game, Charlie Shankweiler's 31-yard field goal iced it for the Panthers, a thrilling 17-14 victory in a game where Springfield dominated the second half, but the Panthers put together a nice drive to stretch their record to 5-1 and and solidify a top-three type position in the 5A playoffs for the moment. Standing in their way tonight is another team sitting at 5-1 in the 6A playoffs, sitting as the 10 seed in 6A, the suddenly resurgent Conestoga Pioneers. Missing from the 6A playoffs since 2014, they have suddenly turned it around with head coach Matt Diamond after a couple of coaching changes in the last eight years. The Conestoga Pioneers, 1-5 and five a year ago, now sit at 5-1 and one and looking to defend their home turf tonight as we begin Week 7 action here in the Central League on HavenFootball.net. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Thrilled to be here on, uh, I don't know what we're doing right, uh, but we have another gorgeous night for football. It's been fantastic through the first six weeks, and now here we are sitting outside the booth on a beautiful, pleasant night here in the Delaware Valley, and the Conestoga Pioneers... Uh, Bringing a quite a crowd here tonight. You've got uh, looks like the cheerleaders uh, have have some company with the youth cheerleaders here. Uh, the band in full throat here below us. And uh, again, this this is going to be one heck of a football game between two very good teams, uh, both battling for really solid playoff position here. Uh, as we have across the halfway mark of the regular season. So I'd like to bring on, of course, the webmaster at HavenFootball.net, who's doing the engineering and color commentary tonight, Mike Mayer. And Mike, uh, again, Panthers had their struggles against, you know, Garnet Valley was one thing. They they flew to the ball defensively. But I would say from a pure tackling standpoint, Springfield was the best they've seen this year. Uh, Springfield, uh, again, hardly missed a tackle all week long or all game long last week, and then, in the second half, things turned uh, quickly for the Panthers when they had a couple key injuries in that second half, and guys tried to gut it out. But uh, Panthers were were fortunate to escape with a three point win.
0: Yeah, they really were, and of course that, that that leads us to tonight's game. Conestoga is a very good team. Uh, they're five and one, as are the Panthers. Um, they have a big schedule ahead of them to play. Yet their only losses to, uh, to Garner Valley sounds a little familiar because that's exactly what happened with uh, with Haven, but. But Haven really had their trouble last week. And when, you're, when you go into the first half leading 14-0, you really figure you're going to probably end up on top 21-7, 28-7, and the game's pretty much over. And, boy, Haven could not get anything going or finish anything, really. They got lots of stuff going. Couldn't finish anything, always got a stalled situation, which we give credit, obviously, to Springfield's defense. How many miscues there were, how, how, what contribution Haven made to, those, to, the, uh, to the stalls, you know, we'll never know. But, of course, it does make you go into a game like this and go, wow, guys, you know, you're a good team, but you got to play like a good team. And Conestoga is no slouch. They certainly show it with a 5-1-1 record. And they're an unusual team in high school because they're extremely well balanced. They can easily throw the ball and run the ball for equal percentages of the play, you know, 150 yards each way. I mean, it never comes out 150, 150, but, you know, it, it's close. Where in most high school games, certainly Haven, You know, if we get 300 yards, it's, you know, 247 yards on the ground and 50 yards in the air. So, um, And that's something that Havens had some difficulty with against some teams is being able to protect the pass. Uh, So we'll have to see how this goes. I think this is a coin toss. There was no pick in the paper today by Matt Smith. Maybe they've discontinued that service now since it's only Matt. But I would not be surprised. I think uh, before I knew he wasn't going to report or make the picks, I would have not been surprised if he picked uh, Conestoga to be on top. But I think that whoever picked this was going to see, you know, a, a three-point difference, a one-point difference. I I would be surprised if, if uh, you know, anybody blows anybody out here. Although Conestoga, with their passing game, certainly has a way to put you know, yards out and, and points up very, very quickly. And that's something that Haven's going to be very, very aware of.
1: Very aware of. The big play indeed. Now, again, in this four game win streak since that week two loss to Garnet Valley, Conestoga is piling up the points, uh, knocking off um, uh, Pencrest 59 20, Lower Marion 40 14, Harrington 49 12, and then a 32 19 victory over Haverford a week ago. Uh, but A lot of them come on the big plays, and and those big plays, for the most part, are funneling from the quarterback, uh, Calvin Shirley, his favorite target, uh, Peter Detweiler, who is a a lacrosse uh, recruit for Marquette University uh, next year. He is talented. He will run quickly, and he will break tackles. Opposite on the other at the other flanker spot uh, is another guy equally adept at breaking tackles and coming up with big plays, Patrick Riley. So the Panthers will have to tackle well in the secondary tonight. And Mike, as you mentioned, a very balanced attack for Conestoga. They average twenty five points per game, uh, and you know one hundred and twenty yards on the ground, one hundred and forty eight through the air is their average for, through the first six weeks. And again, this is a team that. Strathaven will have to find a way to get off the field. Defensively, Conestoga, they forced 12 turnovers in, in the first six weeks, so the Panthers will have to take care of the football and uh, try to crack a defense that's given up 20 points or fewer in, their, uh, in all five of their victories. So the, if you can hear a little bit of uh, noise below us, um, it'll, it's really the Conestoga Marching Band and fans getting on their feet as the home team enters the field of play tonight in their maroon jersey, silver helmets, and silver pants. Panthers making their way to the far sideline as well in their road whites, black numerals, silver helmets as the Panthers 5-1 and one. Panthers ready to go with the 5-1 and one Pioneers. So we will... Keep, try to keep you posted on uh, scores from elsewhere as the games go on in the Central League and beyond tonight. Um, there were, there was one game of note uh, late this afternoon in 5A where Unionville and Kennett will play tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, there was talk of a, uh, there was, that was a, supposed to be a 7 o'clock kickoff tonight, but again, instead it has been moved to 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, and another game for tomorrow, if you're looking to drive around and find some good football, Academy Park at Downingtown East tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. That should have some, uh well, significant impact in the 5A standings and the 6A standings as well. So we'll try to keep you posted as that goes along. Um, a couple of things as the Panthers are sprinting now to the far sideline and break their huddle ready to rock and roll and they are uh, you know some good news for the panthers on the injury front with two guys getting back in the lineup nick filios missed last week uh and is back in the lineup he's your starting offensive guard and one of your co-captains also joining the lineup in the secondary chase nangle he's a punt returner and corner he's been out for a few weeks uh on the downside greg Belleville still out of the lineup as he's been all season uh usually your leading tackler from last year uh, ben Farball was injured in the first series of the first game. He is hoping to get back next week. He's out of the lineup tonight. And then the big story uh, is Anthony Crawford out of the lineup tonight. Crawford uh, with an injury and hopefully back soon. But, uh, again, you're missing your – Leading tackler at inside linebacker, and you're starting fullback in a wing T offense. Panthers will be reshuffling some bodies at different positions tonight. The captains are meeting for at midfield for the Panthers: it's Ethan Barrar, Nick Filios, Chase Barlow, and Matt Schuler. For the um, Pioneers, you have the quarterback Calvin Shirley, the wide receiver Peter Detweiler, the outside all central linebacker uh, Christian Lariviere and uh, they they actually kicked a big 52 out of there. That's Owen Ritter, your offensive tackle, but uh, also at midfield is a tight end defensive end Brody Eaton. So we'll wait the coin flip and see where we land here. Conestoga, their last win versus Strathaven, believe it or not, was back in 2013. Uh, It's it's not like they've played every year. They've had uh, a couple of two and three year gaps where they haven't played each other, but uh, the Panthers have been on the the right side of the scoreboard for, you know, the last eight years. But uh, Conestoga will receive the opening kickoff. That's another interesting uh, consideration for the Panthers tonight. Conestoga has returned five kicks for touchdowns uh, and, this and, year. And
0: Haven's got a serious problem with their kick return people. Be- with kick, kick coverage, coverage, yep. kick coverage yep.
1: So uh, the Panthers will uh, see what they can do to keep it away. They've had three different uh, players return kicks for touchdowns, so the Panthers will... Uh, see how they play this uh, when we come back. We'll be back in just a moment for the tail end of the national anthem and
2: the opening kickoff. Glad you're listening live to high school football here on HavenFootball.com. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands?
0: Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give them a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961. And they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. The The Swarthmorean Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net.
1: Conestoga Marching Band playing the Star Spangled Banner. Thrilled to be here tonight uh, and also joining us uh, absent last week and boy they missed a a wild one but the Strathaven Marching Unit making their way over to the far stands as we speak and uh, some 252 traffic probably held them up a little bit uh, but they're going to be here for the opening kickoff and uh, ready to make some noise over on that far sideline. Again we are set up outside here in the uh, a platform outside the booth here on the home side and uh, again we'll hope you can hear some of the background noise uh, from below us and hopefully maybe a little more noise from the far sideline where uh, Strathaven hopes to stretch their record to 6-1. and one. Head coach Kevin Clancy with his 324th career win a week ago over Springfield now up to 257 of them here at Strathaven been here since 1991 and uh, head coach Matt Diamond, just his second uh, second crack at uh, at Strathaven. Again, he's in his fourth year. And uh, again, mentioned already that they've turned it around very quickly here to a 5-1 and one record to start things. Charlie Shankweiler will have this teed up for Strathaven and put it, rather than the middle of the field, he'll put this on the right hash. Conestoga will receive and move right to left as we begin. Standing deep to return, Peter Detweiler, along with number six, Patrick Riley. My guess is the Panthers will try to keep it away from those two as often as they can in the return game. All right, Shankweiler ready to go, and we're underway. A high, very short pooch kick. It's angling to the far sideline at the 30. Got a little too much leg on it. Out of bounds it goes. So illegal procedure, and Conestoga will start at their 35-yard line. Quarterback is Calvin Shirley. John Queese is your tailback. Pullback is... Jake Allred. The wide receivers Patrick Riley and Peter Detweiler. Will Preston is your tight end and when they use two tight ends it'll be Brody Eaton. The center is Alex Harris. Guards Colin McGrath Jim Mardorano, and the tackles are Richard Diaz and Owen Ritter. We'll get to the Panther defense momentarily and Calvin Shirley jogs in the play along with uh, an extra wide receiver here Christian Laverriere. So they open with a single setback. And four wide receivers. Three to the left, one to the right. From their 35 at the right hash mark. Shirley is under center on first and ten. Turns, gives straight to the tailback and a little bit of running room and spinning his way to first down yardage. Gain of 12 is Chase Kelly. So Kelly in the lineup. Uh, Haverford saw a lot of John Queasy in the starting lineup a week ago, but it's Kelly getting the first run of the game, and he goes out to the 47-yard line to move the sticks First and 10 Conestoga as we are underway here in the first quarter. Get to the Panther defense after this play. Again, same formation. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Kelly, your single setback. Shirley under center again. On first and 10, fires to the flat, and it looks like a double pass here. They're going to fire down the sideline. It is caught and down the near sideline and pulling away for a 53 yard touchdown. They go to the bag of tricks early, and it's Patrick Riley receiving a pass from Pete Costigan. And just like that, two plays into the game, Conestoga on the board with a trick play. And
0: That was a great trick play, really well executed and a great pass.
1: So Panthers on their heels early here, didn't even get to mention the starting defense. After just two plays, on to attempt the extra point. Is the senior number 29 Jonas Stein? Ball spotted, kick is away, plenty long enough, and it is good. Stein pounds it through. We'll take a short time out. Panthers will have to off answer with their offense quickly here. They trail at seven-nothing after the opening concession. You're listening live to high school football on havenfootball.net.
3: Selling or buying a home is serious business and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent Sandy mcculley has almost 20 years of real estate experience Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a
1: Welcome back to Teamer Field. 7-0 Conestoga, a 53-yard touchdown pass. Costigan to Riley on the trick play. Here we go. Stein steps into it and booms a high. end over and kick will be Matt Schuler at the 10-yard line. Looking for running room up the seam and is, wow, clothesline. Ball came out, and, wow, Panthers do well to pounce on it. Nice heads-up play there and didn't see who made the initial hit. Aiden Sutherland on the fumble recovery, and the Panthers will start at the 27. Schuler. Lucky to still have his head attached after that tackle. And here we go with the Panther offense, led by Sam Milligan at quarterback. Your fullback tonight will be either Bobby Fuskas or Chase Barlow. The other halfbacks will be Austin Connor and Matt Schuler. Tight end will be Nate Perlman. Your center is Jack Beck. We'll see Mason Green at tight end as well. The guards, Nick Filios, along with... Uh, Ethan Barrar, Jake Millett, and Aiden Williams are your tackles. On first down and 10. From the 28-yard line. And now we're just going to wait here. Okay, the official's just going to talk things over on that far sideline and ready to go. 11-13 to play here in the opening quarter. Conestoga strikes quickly. Two plays in the second, a 53-yard touchdown. 7 0 Pioneers. Barlow is your fullback to start things. Wing to the right is Austin Connor On first down, this is Matt Schuler looking for room off the right side. Shake and bake, cuts outside. 35 40. Now, this near sideline banged out by Beltrante near midfield. But Matt Schuler getting things going quickly there. Give him 24 on his first touch of the night. And great, great start or good answer there for the Panthers after giving up a big play. Conestoga defense, real quickly. Good. Nose guard is uh, Hayden Carbiner. Will Preston and Brady Eaton are the defensive ends. Outside backers, they usually go with five backers. It's LaRiviere, Allred, Austin, Tommy Costigan, and John Quisi. Corners are Pete Detweiler and Chase Kelly. Bryce Beltrante is your free safety. First and ten for the Panthers from the Conestoga 48. Toss play to the left side. Looking for room is Barlow. Got some room over there. 45 and banged out of bounds on the far sideline at the 43-yard line. So a gain of six for Barlow on his first touch of the night. Yeah, there's, you know, it, it's looking like a classic
0: Strat David. You know, he's got to hold on to the ball. We'll see what kind of adjustments Conestoga's defense has to make. Right now, they've been burned on right and left sides of the field, and of course, I think Clancy's going to probably run it up the gut now just to see what he can do. But he'll keep running right and left until they can stop it.
1: Barlow at fullback, Austin Connor alongside of him. Wing to the left to Shuler. It's Barlow. Straight ahead, cuts out to his right, spins his way to first down yardage down to the 35 yard line.
0: Up the gut, like Barlow. I said.
1: Barlow. Yeah, good call, Mike. Mike's <laughs> in the uh, offensive coordinator's ear here, here. Eight yards for Barlow and a Panther first down. So Barlow comes in with a gaudy yards per rush average from the halfback spot. He shifted to fullback tonight, and now Austin Conner checks out. Bobby Fuscus in there, and he'll line up at fullback. And kick Barlow back to the wing here. He's wing right. Two tight ends in front of Milligan, who's under center at the 35-yard line. Schuler now shifts to a wing left. It's Barlow and Fuscus in the backfield. First and ten from the 35. Milligan gives it to Barlow off the left side. Has room. Cuts it back. Yes, first down yardage again. Panther run game clicking early here, Parlow you know, with gains of six eight, six, eight, and now eleven has them in business.
0: Yeah, lines are really doing a super job. They're making the holes, they're sealing off the linebackers. Uh you know, this is exactly what they want. The the downside is, of course, soga scores in two plays, even you know, doing their eight and nine yards at a
1: time. Trying to wear down the defense yep. here, but plenty of time to go. 943 to play here in the opening quarter. Milligan. Give on the sweep to this near side. It's Schuler on the cutback and does well to get uh, a couple there. Nice coverage and uh, recovery there by number seven, Brody Eaton on the tackle. And so a gain of two brings up second down and eight. So I started to mention there coming into tonight, just as far as the, uh, the yards per carry go. You know, Schuler and, and Barlow both at about eight yards per carry. Uh, Again, over both over 500 yards of, of on the ground, and they will be featured here tonight as well. Two tight ends again, second down and eight. Milligan turns, get quick hitter. This is running room for Barlow. Into the secondary, he goes, explodes to the right side, and he is into the end zone from 22 yards out. Jace Barlow's 11th rushing touchdown of the year, and the Panthers answer quickly, 7-6, extra point pending. Well, six plays. <laughs> To go seventy-two yards, excellent work there for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, no doubt that's what they needed, and this is—you know—this may shape up to be the game we expected to be. Just going to be back and forth. Defense is going to have to make a stance. Of course, Haven only had two chances at defense, but uh, right now, Connorson's on
1: nothing. Ball spotted for the extra point. Shankweiler, plenty of leg, and through. We are knotted at seven. Just over three minutes into this game. We'll take a short time out. Pioneer 7, Panthers 7. Glad you're listening to high school football on havenfootball.net.
0: Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball. Virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Top Lights, public address announcer for the Los
1: Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to high school football right here at havenfootball.net. Well, Panthers give up a big play on the first series of the game And the offense answers quickly 72-yard scoring drive All of it on the ground Chase Barlow's 22-yard run has us knotted at 7 8.57 to play in the opening quarter Charlie Shankweiler on for his Second kickoff of the evening From the right hash Standing deep, Riley and Detweiler High, short over and kick's going to come down to one of the upbacks Lariviere at the 28-yard line Up the middle he goes, sheds a tackle Still on his feet out to the 40-yard line before the Panthers wrap them up. Nice work there by number 46 on the stop. That's Chris Andreas, who's been busy in the special teams coverage this year. You know, I can make an argument that when you're concerned about the run back on a kickoff,
0: kick it out of bounds. I mean, to get a ball on a 35 for an opponent is not terrible. They normally can run it back to the 30, 32,
1: yep. and here he's at the 40. If they just kicked it out of bounds, they would have saved themselves <laughs> five yards. Something to consider. All right, we'll get to the Panther defense uh, in a moment. In the meantime, four wide receivers. Under center is Shirley. Slot to either side, split to either side. Single setback has the football and right up the gut for a couple. Nice work there by Ethan Barrar and Mason Green to make the play. A short gain for Chase Kelly. They'll put it down at about the 42, second down and eight. And that was and their all defense tonight sorry, looks, uh, looks a little different with some uh, substitutions and so forth. Ethan Barrar kicks to the outside tonight. Jason Williams and Perlman on the inside, outside. The other defensive end is Mason Green. Chase Barlow kicks to inside linebacker alongside of Bobby Fuskas. Austin Connor to the outside backer opposite Matt Schuler. The corners, Chase Nangle and AJ Glavichik. Aiden Sutherland is your free safety. Two wide receivers to either side. Shirley in the shotgun for the first time. He's back on second down and eight. Looking, fires to the flat, complete to LaRiviere, who's going to cut inside, and Austin Conner shirt-tails him and then gets help from Barlow for a stop at the 48-yard line. Game of about six, it brings up third down and two.
0: Well, that's exactly what the Panthers can't allow to happen. You know, you're going to have to make the stop. i got to tell you, on the previous play, Kelly was already stopped at the line of scrimmage and made those two yards on his own. So this is the tackling issue that the Havens going to have to deal with. They're either going to have to stop him sooner, or make sure they, you know, on their first sit, they take them down or at least prevent them from going any further.
1: Bigger uh, lineup here is as Conestoga substitutes bringing in a second tight end, Brody Eaton, along with a fullback, Jake Allred. Two wide receivers, Detweiler to the right, Riley to the left on third down and two from the 48-yard line. Panthers show blitz. They go toss to the right side. Kelly trying to turn that corner, and he lowers the shoulder and bangs his way across midfield to the 47-yard line, gain of five and a first down. That, that,
0: was, that was a great run because if he had slowed down or tried to dance around or try to find some way to make a couple of yards, they could have trapped him from behind and turning his shoulder and just going downfield figuring he could just muscle his way into it, and he did just fine.
1: Quick score updates from elsewhere. Ridley on top of Harriton early, 7-0. Springfield jumped out on Haverford, 8-0. Here at 7-7 with seven minutes to go here in the first. First and 10, Conestoga from the Haven, 48-yard line at the far hash. Eye formation again with receivers split. Shirley under center. Barks out the signals on first and 10. Turns, gives it the tailback. It's Kelly off the right side. He'll be dragged uh, down over there by Fuskas and friends. But not before it's another four or five yards. Austin Connor helping with the tackle as well. Austin Connor, congratulations. Just uh, committed to play lacrosse at Lehigh after next year. He's just a junior, but uh, Mountain Hawks are... uh, That's a rising program uh, in the lacrosse world, and they're going to get a good one there, but... Panthers need Austin playing some good football yeah. for the next several weeks. Th- second down and five is Chase Kelly, four carries for twenty-three yards already. Receivers are split. Shirley, toss play one more time. It's Kelly off the left side. Schuler and Barlow on the stop. But uh, sorry, Fusca's rather not Barlow, and it's going to be close to first down yardage, I think. Yep. yep. Give him five more.
0: i tell you, I, I think going to has spent this time setting Haven up. They've run, 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 and done it successfully in every play. Now I think you're going to look for getting it all in the end zone right here.
1: They did uh, well with this a week ago in their win over Haverford. Very good balance. Again, ran, 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 and then would hit a couple big play-action passes. I formation. Receivers split to either side. Shirley firing to the outside, complete uh, immediately to Riley, who cuts inside. One, two, three missed tackles. He's still in the secondary across the 20, and the Panthers finally wrap up at the 16-yard line. Gain of 21, we said before the game started. The Panthers tackling in the secondary is going to be key, and so far, (laughs) we were were right.
0: No doubt about it. That was just... I mean, give give the credit to the receiver, but that was you just can't be on a a ball carrier that well four times and lose grip like that.
1: Good size for Detweiler, and uh, I mean at least grab his legs and hold on to him, so somebody else can knock him. Both about 200 pounds or nearing 200 pounds on the outside. So Riley gets a breather after that 21-yard gain. Checking in is Jeremy Friend. He's split to the left. Eye formation, first and ten from the 16. They go toss to the right side again. And, nope, it's uh, it's actually Riley in the backfield this time. Panthers uh, got him wrapped up for a loss, and there's flags all over the place. This could be in the neighborhood of holding. So we'll check the flags here. Looks like they're going to say go. uh, Well, we'll see what the penalty is. They're going to say no gain. And that was actually Riley, not Kelly, on that run. But we're gonna get face, a face mask, mask Strathaven here. So it looks like the five yard variety.
0: So it so was gonna be like a three foul, a two yard loss, I think, and now it's gonna yeah, be a gonna... five yard gain.
1: All right. So they'll march this off from the original line of scrimmage actually. So but of course when you're be... grasping
0: and grabbing and trying to get somebody down
1: and they're squirming away, your hands do slip up to where they shouldn't be. Jake Millett checks into the game at defensive tackle. Panthers go with a goal line package here. Receivers are split. Tight end to the left. Shirley inside. Give to the fullback to already. Sheds one tackle, two tackles. And the wrestler slash fullback bangs his way down to the four-yard line. Tough running for the 215-pounder. And it brings up second down and goal to go. Sorry, first and goal to go for Conestoga. At about the four, right? Yep. 421, 420 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. 7-7 is your score. Conestoga looking to break the tie right here. They have four cracks at it from the four-yard line, again with split receivers. High formation. Shirley under Center. Turns and gives the fullback again. Allred stood up immediately that time and meets another wrestler right in the hole. That's Barlow making the stop back out at the six.
0: I tell you, that was such a strong hit. I thought he pulled the
1: wrong guy. I thought he took a fake. (laughs) Excellent hit there by Barlow, who's kicked inside to the inside backer spot and plays Anthony Crawford and drops him back at the six-yard line. Second down and goal now from the six. Loss of two for Allred. Shirley brings in the play as the clock melts here in the first quarter. 3.30 and counting to play in the first as they break the huddle with two receivers. Split to either side. Shotgun look. A back on either hip for Shirley. Shirley in the gun on second and goal from the six, Back to pass. Looking. He fires to the outside. Looking for Detweiler. Excellent coverage by Chase Nangle to swat it away in the
0: end zone. Great coverage. Just right there with his man. Put his hands up. Knocked the ball down. That's what you need.
1: They've missed an angle over the last couple of yep. weeks. Uh, very good cover guy and reaches up with that left hand to knock it away and turn it to third down and goal from the six. Panthers looking for a stop here to maybe force a, f- a field goal. Jonas Stein won the game in week one with a 31-yard field goal. Yeah, no, he's so got a foot, no doubt about they're that. They're well within his range here. Yep. So the Panthers need one stop here. Looking now. Looking now from the near sideline, receivers to either side. Underneath, under center here is Shirley. On third and goal from the sixth, play fake, rolling to his left. Eyes downfield, firing to the goal line, it is juggled. No, it is incomplete. incomplete. Incomplete, looking for Riley, who tried to scoop it off the ground, just inside the pylon, and the referee says it hit the turf. Incomplete, it falls. So now fourth and goal from the six. And decision time for Coach Diamond here. I don't know. You think it's too early for a field goal? It's coming. Field goal uh, is what it looks like here. Substitutions and Panthers may have dodged a bullet right there. I'd be looking for a fake. I think it's a little early for a field goal in high school, but that's okay. Looking to break the tie here, Jonas Stein. Shirley will hold. And he's looking to the sideline for some direction here, and now they're they're, they're missing a player. And timeout here for Conestoga. As uh, they only had 10 men on the field. <laughs> Shirley was waving frantically to the sideline, waving two hands in the air saying, We've only got 10. All right, we're going to take 30 seconds and be back in just a moment. Conestoga lining up for a field goal, trying to break the 7 7 tie when we come back on
4: gamingfootball.net.
5: PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC. Make today the day.
0: PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Thank you, Jaws. 7-7 ball game for the moment. Jonah Stein on to try to change that. Lining up here for a 23-yard field goal. Calvin Shirley to hold from the right hash mark. Panthers, see if they can get in there and get a hand on it. Ball spotted. Kick is low and now good. Chase angle flying in there, but Jonah Stein would like to have that one back. We stay tied at 7-7, and the band roars on the far
4: sideline. Panthers will take over. You on know, their I, own 20. I
0: don't think that was blocked. It just squibbed All it right. and he got off the edge of his foot or something. No,
4: that ball never had any lift.
0: Yeah. Yep.
4: All right. Panthers will start at their
1: own. Uh, where are they spotting this football here?
0: Should be the six, you Ch-
4: Chain gang's. The chains
1: yeah, they, they are at the 20. the twenty. Yeah, it moves out for the. Oh, that's right. High that's, right football that's right. Anything inside the twenty, they're going to move it out to the twenty for the offensive series here. Panthers moving left to right here in this first quarter. We're knotted at seven. Their opening drive covered seventy-two yards and finished in the end zone with Chase Barlow's eleventh touchdown of the year. Barlow is your fullback. Wing to the left is Schuler. Nine-man front. But they give it to the fullback Barlow, who's going to dance his way in and out of trouble out to the 28-yard line. Nice work right there by Chase Barlow to pick up eight on first down.
0: Yeah, Austin was right there number eight, but uh, he got away from him and gained another three or four yards. So both sides having some tackling issues.
1: Five carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown in the early going here for Barlow. Matt Schuler has done the rest with two carries for 26. Schuler. Wing to the left. Connor and Barlow in the backfield behind Milligan. Now they shift. Schuler to the backfield. Two tight ends in front of Milligan on second down and three. It's the Schuler with running room off the right side, and he'll lean his way across the thirty out to the thirty-four. Excellent push again. Six more and a Panther first down.
0: Yeah, nice run, nice hole. It did close quickly, but Schuler just turns his back and kind of flies in backwards, gives himself a little more momentum, picks up another couple yards.
1: Matt Schuler running. Running angry in the <laughs> early going here, breaking some tackles. And, again, Panthers, this is this may end up feeling like a game where you feel like you have to score on every drive. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if there's a defensive turnover or a stop, that could be uh, one of the big plays of the game for either side. Two tight ends. Green to the left, Perlman. To the opposite side. They toss to the left. This is Barlow with a stiff arm across the 35, 40. Spins his way out to the 41-yard line. He almost broke that. Seven more for Barlow on the toss to the left side. Boy,
0: if he had stepped by one more guy, there was nothing in front of him but green for 55 yards.
1: Barlow is going to sleep well tonight. Playing inside linebacker and now up to six carries already. Still 125 and counting to play here in the first quarter. We're knotted at seven. Panthers with second down and three from their own 41. Green tight end to the right, Perlman to the left. T formation, and the give is Barlow on the cutbacks. First down yardage again, and he'll tumble out to the 49 for eight more. Boy, I'll tell you,
0: I can't speak well enough about the the Panther front line. They are just making huge holes. Um, and just opening up this, this Conestoga front line like they're not even there.
1: Conestoga making some substitutions on the defensive line already. Joey Can, uh, Cantando checks in. And uh, somebody else just ran on. It looked like uh, Jim Martirano. So some reinforcements here for the Pioneers. First and ten for the Panthers at the 49. Aiden Sutherland split in to the right for the first time. Milligan turns, gives to Schuler, looking for running room, picks up a block from Philios, and a nice tackle there by number 10, Tommy Costigan, to grab Schuler by the ankles after a gain of two. And if Costigan doesn't make that play, Schuler's off to the races. Yeah, I think that's the, the, the smallest gain for Haven uh, yeah. yet. Still all positive yards here yep. for the Panthers in the early going. Bobby Fuscus is checking out into the game at the moment. Maybe Austin Connor checks out. Are
0: we Are going to get a playoff for the end of the quarter? They've had
1: one other gain of two yards. They have? Okay. 15 seconds. 14 seconds and counting to play here in the first quarter. We're knotted at seven. Panthers with a second and eight from the Conestoga 49. Milligan under center. Two tight ends in front of them. The give is on the sweep to Barlow off the left side, has blockers in front, cuts behind Philios, and down inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. Ten more for Barlow, and that will do it for the first quarter. Panthers moving it well uh, in their two possessions. Can they finish on the scoreboard? We'll see when we come back and start the second quarter. Be back in 30 seconds from Teamer Field, Conestoga, and Strathaven. Not at at seven on havenfootball.net.
6: Looking for a way to reach families in the Wallingford-Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities? Our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year, so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net and contact us for information on advertising on our Panther broadcast network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Strath Haven football. Panther football and your company, a great combination.
2: This is
0: CBS3 Sports Director Beasley Reese, and you're listening to High School Football on www.havenfootball.net.
1: Welcome back to High School Football Action. Brian Carroll with play-by-play, Mike Mayer. Joined, of course, by Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulgenetti. We'll hear from those guys at more at halftime, but here, second quarter ready to begin. From the Conestoga 40, first and ten for the Panthers. And they gave on a quick hitter. Up the middle goes uh, Barlow, but they were ready for that that time. Nice work there by Brody Eaton staying home to make the tackle for Conestoga. Still gain of about four, uh, call it three at the 37. Barlow, nine carries for 82 yards already we're just one play into the second quarter second down and seven Panthers have yet to put it in the air piling up the yards entirely on the ground and on the legs of Barlow and Schuler through the first 12 plus minutes Barlow is your fullback and here's Milligan looking rolling to his right now turns the corner he'll keep it himself 35-30 Milligan hurdles him at the 20 down to the 15 and all the way down to the 10 yard line the offensive line fired up about that one as Milligan takes it all the way down to the 10, it'll be first and goal to go. Gives Sam 27 on the keeper off the right side.
0: You know, Pete's Mike isn't live, but he, we were talking today, and he's saying, you know, what a weapon Milligan is, not only as a passing and as a quarterback, but just as a running back, one of the faster guys on the team. And that was terrific, wide open
1: sticks on the ground on the far sideline Panthers with four cracks at it now from the 10 they go with two tight ends Milligan under center this is Schuler on the cutback into the secondary leaps and lands into the end zone Matt Schuler takes it in from the 10 yard line beautiful cutback and hurdles the last two men to land belly first past the goal line 13-7 extra point pending
0: well, you couldn't ask for a better series of, of, of downs than that. I mean,
1: eighty-yard drive for the Panther offense, and it was a beauty. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Panthers running their eleventh man onto the field. Both teams having trouble getting their special teams lined up here in the Here's early going. a drive,
0: coaches crazy.
1: Milligan will hold Evan Menneker to snap. Extra point coming here ball spotted kick is away it is long enough and good Charlie Shankweiler two for two Panthers offense two for two putting it in the end zone 14-7 the visitors on top here Conestoga looking to get it back when we come back on HavenFootball.net
2: You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely Allstate thinks it should down to nothing can you afford not to be in good hands your
0: local all-state agent is steve taub in media give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs
2: this is keith jackson you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net
1: strathaven 14 conestoga seven early in the second quarter and the Panthers ready to kick it away to the dangerous Pioneer offense. Uh, a couple other quick score updates. Upper Darby on top of Pencrest now, 14-0. It's 21-0, Ridley over Harrington. Springfield over Haverford, 15 to nothing. All first quarter scores. We'll try to get you a Garnet Valley Radnor update later on. We'll stay in the Central League and maybe a few others as well. All right, here we go. Charlie Shankweiler on the far hash now in the second quarter. Maybe lining up for another short sky kick. Out of bounds. Shank Weiler, a little oh. high. Short pooch kick. Fair catch signal for and made at the 36-yard line. So again, Mike, not uh, not too bad.
0: No, Got a fine. little air
4: under it. And, and, and you know
0: if they muffed the the, the kick, then you maybe
1: recover right. the ball. So there are some advantages keeping it in bounds. But good decision there for Hayden McClellan who. Uh, Slid down to his backside to make that catch and set up Conestoga first and 10 at the 37-yard line.
0: And the crowd keeps coming in, filling yeah. up very nicely here. I would say the like, side's about 80% full and Conestoga looks like yeah. maybe 100%.
1: It's like Dodger fans show up in the third inning, leaving the seventh. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. We're a couple minutes into the second quarter. 14-7. Conestoga trailing, but in a shotgun here. Wing to the right, three wide receivers. Shirley, all alone in the backfield, sends a motion man, and they fake the jet. This is uh, oh no, this is Wildcat off the left side. That's not Shirley. And picking up ten yards off that left side is Patrick Riley. My mistake identifying the quarterback there, but you know this is uh, <laughs> this is something that they have used quite well. They being Conestoga, Ooh. whether it's Detweiler and Riley. Now Riley hobbled, picked up. Some yardage there out to the 49-yard line, 12, but he is hobbled and coming off to the sideline, going to need a breather. So hopefully, hopefully all is well there.
0: Haven, Haven saw that coming and still got 11 yards on it.
1: All right, three wide receivers. Wildcat again here, Detweiler is the single setback. Motioning left to right His Friend. This is Detweiler going to keep it himself. Looking for running room. Bounces out to the left side. Stiff arm and ridden out of bounds by Sam That's Milligan. That's the way to do it. Milligan in at corner right there, and he stood him up, and they may not. Uh, they're going to give him the line of scrimmage, I believe.
0: Yeah, that loss, actually. Uh, bad loss down of down down about a yard a on of the
1: 48. Nice work there by Sam Milligan oh, in there. No, they changed it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a lost. loss of
0: one on the play. It's not where the first down marker is.
1: All right. Either way, well, that's where in the battle. ball spot is. I so know. Down and
0: there it goes. Here there they comes go.
1: Shirley, back in, and uh, again, Riley was off to a, a hot start here. He had scored the the first touchdown of the game. He had seventy two yards receiving, and he is getting some medical attention on the near sideline. So Detweiler now split to the right. I formation behind Shirley, who's under center, on second down and about eleven. Shirley back to pass seven step drop looking setting up a screen and on and they fire a little shovel pass nice play there by Shirley to get rid of it as Mace, uh, Nate Perlman was in his lap.
0: Yep, that was he, he was going to go down one way or the other. Good way to get rid of it and save the play.
1: Excellent job by Perlman who's kicked inside tonight. Has played defensive end most of the years playing defensive tackle tonight and uh, he got off the ball quickly that time and just. Uh, can't call intentional grounding if you're just <laughs> throwing it shoveling it at the receiver's yeah that's feet. right heads up play there from the senior to salvage third and 11 here split to the far side is jeremy friend to the near side detweiler slot to the right is christian lariviere two backs one on either hip of shirley in the gun third down and 11 from the 48 back to pass, looking, looking, has time. It is caught, and an excellent piece of tackling there by Matt Schuler. A gain of just a yard on the play. Detweiler underneath, he's used to breaking a lot of tackles on that pass, and Matt Schuler slams the door.
0: Yep, the coverage was good. Coverage on the last play. I, I don't know if that shovel pass was intentional or just desperation, but that was a coverage situation. There was nobody to throw to. And now we see the first punt come in the game.
1: Excellent work by the Panther defense getting the stop. Schuler and Chase Nangle await the punt at their own 20-yard line. Conestoga with two wings and an up man in front of the punter. They'll snap it from midfield. Here's the punt. It's a wobbler angling towards Nangle, who's going to go to both mm. knees. Fair catch, signal for and made at the 18-yard that line. That was a good
0: catch because that would have bounced probably down to the three or four, Gravity. but that was creepy.
1: <laughs> Gravity doing the job right yeah. there. That was sinking fast, and yep. a nice job there by... Jason Angle to secure it. Panthers will start at their own 18-yard line. Worst field position of the night, but well, their first two drives went 72 and 80 yards. Yep. Looking for more of the same here. They'll start with two tight ends as Aiden Sutherland checks out. 9:45 to play here in the first half. 14-7 Strathaven. Moving right to left here. They'll snap from their own 18. Looking at an eight-man front from Conestoga. Wing T, two tight ends. Austin Connor goes in motion and they give to the fullback. This is Barlow across the 20, out to the 23. So still picks up, didn't look like much, and they nope. still pick up five yards. That's, That's right. gonna to credit to the left side of that line getting it done right there. Aiden Williams and friends and leading Con- the way.
0: Conestoga is grabbing at the ball. They're trying, you know, when you're when you're getting hit with a running game like this, and you guys and you tend to be tackling runners who like to stay on their feet as long as they can. It's a great opportunity to try to rip the ball out, so he even has to be aware of that and hold
1: on tight. Perlman checks out. Aiden Sutherland back in. He's split to the right. Mason Green is your tight end to the right as well. They give it to Schuler. overloading that right side, follows his blocks across the 25 near first down yardage. We'll see. They're going to put it out at the 29, I believe, and nice work there. Seven more for Matt Schuler, who's up to 51 yards on just six carries. As much as I would like to
0: see another pass or two from Haven, i got a feeling Clancy's going to say, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> We're making the yardage. Why are we going to risk an interception or right. some disaster?
1: Till they stop it or till they put maybe a ninth or tenth man in the box. <laughs>
0: as they say at the Eagles game, run yeah. the ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, first and ten from their own 29. Sutherland split to the right. Give inside. This is Arlo who cuts back. He's going to push his way out near the 35-yard line. Six more, and the, they did rip the ball yep. out late, but after the whistle, Owen Ritter was going the other way. and Panthers, though, pick up six on first down, second and four upcoming. 11 carries, 93 yards already for Barlow, and one touchdown to his credit. Schuler averaging more than nine yards a pop as well. He has the other Panther touchdown that gave them the 14-7 lead. It's 8-12 eight, eight, to play here in the first half. Second and four from their own 35. Milligan turns in the sweep to the right side. Uh, Schuler makes a man miss. Wow, and he's going to be near first down yardage. He'll be wow. inches shy. Boy, he could have lost four or five yards on that, and he made a couple guys miss in the backfield. And now you've got another injured Pioneer on the far sideline. Busy second quarter here for the Pioneers training staff. So we're going to take a short time out here and keep an eye on uh, another player injury. Hoping for the best here for the Panthers and Pioneers to stay healthy. Panthers will have third and inches when we come back on HavenFootball.net.
0: Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: All right, welcome back. Another injured Pioneer helped off the field, so the Panthers now break the huddle. Third down and a yard from their own 38-yard line. Panthers trying to keep things moving here midway through the second quarter. This is Milligan on the keeper. He'll dive his way out across the 40-yard line, and he's got himself a first down. So Sam Milligan was uh, pretty timely last week, carried it seven times. Five of them picked up first downs for the Panthers in that close win over Springfield here he's gone for 27 and 2 on his 2 carries and both set up the Panthers first down here first and 10 at their own 40 wing to the left Matt Schuler. Barlow is your fullback Austin Conner alongside of him they're going to give it to Conner off the left side he's got a spin and move across the 45 and Austin Conner out to the 47 his first carry of the night picks up 7 sets up 2nd down and short so Panthers what? mixing it up soga so has got to find
0: some answers here. This is going to go on all night long until they can stop it. They are substituting uh, three people in every th- three or four plays, which is great they have the depth, but it doesn't seem to be helping.
1: Tommy Costigan checks out at linebacker. Give Connor six on that last carry. Second down and four. Barlow off the right side. He's going to run through one tackle momentarily and still be about a yard shy. Pioneers did well collapsing quickly on the senior fullback. Brings up third down and one as Barlow stopped after a three-yard gain. Twelve carries for Chase Barlow already. (laughs) We've still got half the second quarter to play. The Panthers from their 49-yard line, third down and one. Conestoga trying to get off the field here. Schuler in the backfield with Barlow. It's Schuler off the right side. First down. Bounces outside. He's going to spin his way to the 47, maybe 46 yard line. Nice tackle by Detweiler to stop him after a gain of uh, where are they going here? Gain of about four. Yep. First and ten at the forty-seven.
0: Yeah, the, his, the first down was wide open. I mean, there was no, there was nobody there. They just cleared the path, and then he got picked up by the by the linebacker and dropped pretty effectively. But I think at that point, he was just happy to keep the yardage.
1: Panthers happy to keep chipping away here with a 14-7 lead, going about five to eight yards at a time. First down give is to Barlow. Not going to get five or eight that time. Uh-huh. Maybe a yard, maybe a half a yard there for Barlow on that one. Nice work by the middle of the defense for the Pioneers.
0: That quick hitter up the middle is very tough when they want to play six, seven guys in the box. I mean, it's just uh, not enough people to block. But, you know, they've squeezed through. They've managed to make squeaky little holes and suddenly open into the secondary.
1: Just over five minutes to play here before halftime. Strathaven, second and ten from the Conestoga 47. The Panthers will get the ball to start the second half. So we'd love to see some points on the board here. Two tight ends, wing to the left. Milligan gives to Barlow, cuts back to his left. First down, yardage and more. Into the secondary, across the 35, down to the 32-yard line. 15 more for Barlow on his 14th carry of the night. He's at 112 yards already. It's been a fullback kind of a game here. Uh, No doubt. In the early going, as Conestoga has not had any answers for this Panther run game, zero passing attempts, zero passing yards through the first quarter and a half for Strathaven, but here they are first and 10 at the 32. Sutherland tight end to the left, green to the right. They shift Schuler into the backfield on first and 10. Schuler, one more time off the right side. He cuts it back and he'll dive inside the 30 to the 29 gain of three more.
0: Yeah, if you look at the people making the tackles, I think you're seeing primarily uh, linebackers and, and uh, sometimes, you know, cornerbacks and safeties. It, they're definitely getting through the first, the front of that line with the holes that, that Haven offense is making for them. And that, of course, is good for generally five, six yards every time at least.
1: Jeweler averaging seven yards a carry in the early going here. Second and seven. From the 29, Schuler goes in motion to give on the sort of a draw play. This is uh, Barlow, rather, is going to pick up first down yardage down to the 20-yard line. Nice little delayed handoff that time. Little wrinkle, and Barlow, nine yards later, has the Panthers moving the sticks again.
4: 121 yards on 15 carries. That little delay messes up the defense's timing just enough that, they're kind of out of position when he gets the ball.
0: Well, they're not only really out of position, but they're they're straining to see where the ball is going because it's not going where they think it's going to go.
1: Yeah, first and ten in the red zone again. The Panthers have been over ninety percent effective in here on the in the early season, two for two tonight. And here's on first down, looking looking rolling to his left, and Milligan's going to keep it himself. Delivers the blow, but standing tall is Lariviere, and maybe a yard for Milligan. That's about it. Yep. Nice work there by the outside linebacker to contain Milligan and make the stop after a gain of just one. Yeah, I
0: don't know who's out there throwing the block, but he was really out of position. If he'd thrown the block, it would have been a clip. And that, just as well, let the, let the hit occur and uh, do what you can.
1: Milligan had to give a little. It was good penetration that time. On that rollout, he had to give a little more ground than he would have liked uh, to maybe even consider a pass there. But second down and nine, Panthers from the left hash at the 19-yard line of Conestoga. Connor in the backfield. Motion is Schuler. Give is to Barlow, who's going to be patient. Bounce it inside and push his way down near the 10. We'll see. I think he's going to be just a little shy here. But, again, he just stood there. I didn't see exactly who was blocking in front of him. It might have been Barrar. A little hesitation there, looking for... Should I go left? Should I go right? Either way, he's down to the 12.
0: Yeah, I, I actually thought the hesitation was probably not necessary. If he just turned on the Jets, he would have scampered, might have been able to break a tackle. But, hey, I was never a running back. What the heck do I know? <laughs>
1: here we go. Panthers third down and two from the 13.
0: Definitely in four-down territory. So
1: 220 and counting to play here in the first half. Panthers chipping away here. A few yards at a time. They need two on third down. Give it to Schuler. He's got more than that. Inside the ten, down to the uh, nine. Sorry, He's down inside, inside the, the five. five, rather. <laughs> I missed the ten-yard line there. <laughs> down to the th- they'll put it down at about the three. Ten more yards for Schuller. Excellent blocking. A good tough running. Seventy-two yards on just ten carries for Schuler, and it's first and goal to go from just inside the four.
0: And two minutes left in the first half.
1: Boy, the Panthers looking for a score and then perhaps a stop before oh. halftime,
0: and, and then a score when they get the and ball then back. Get the that, ball that, back could that, be, that would be. Uh, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be down to the Panthers by 21 points. I'll tell you that.
1: Maybe you try way. to
4: eat a little bit of this clock here.
1: Mason well. Green, tight end to the right; Perlman to the left. First and goal to go from the three. This is Barlow off the right side and into the end zone. Oh. Chase Barlow, right up the middle, his 12th touchdown of the season, second one tonight. And with 134 to play here in the first half, the Panthers have just completed another 82-yard scoring drive.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been, this has been Clancy's dream game, the way it's played out, I think.
1: On for the extra point, Charlie Shankweiler. Chase Barlow's 17 carries already. He thought he'd be busy tonight. Ball spotted. Shankweiler, plenty of leg, and right down the middle it goes. He's three for three. The Panther offense still perfect tonight. Three possessions, three touchdowns, 21 7. Strathaven on top of Conestoga. will be back in just a moment. See if the Pioneers can answer before half on havenfootball.net.
0: The Swarthmorean Weekly newspaper has partnered up with havenfootball.net. The Swarthmorean was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmorean every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers and you're listening
1: to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Panthers up by two scores. Chase Barlow's second touchdown completes an 82-yard scoring drive. 21-7 Strathaven here late in the first half. Uh, speaking of uh, scores, Pencrest has cut the lead on Upper Darby, 14-7. Royals on top of the Lions. Garnet Valley's up 35-0 on Radnor with 10 minutes to play still in the second quarter. Uh, Ridley doing the same, a 35-0 lead over Harriton in the first yeah. half. They put 35 up in the first quarter. So uh, blowout city in a few yep. other games. But here, still a relatively close one. Here we oh. go high, end over, and kick is going to back up Detweiler inside the three-yard line, and here he comes across the 15. Panthers try to hem him in and do, and now you just got to get him to the ground. <laughs> nice work there by Detweiler. First contact at 23, and he still pushes for a couple more. They'll put it down at the 25.
0: I, I think that's such a risky move. I mean, what do you accomplish? you got 10 yards less. you only well. got a minute and 26 <laughs> seconds left. If they had gone to the 35, it would have been so terrible.
4: I think he was trying to have Shankweiler booted out the back of the end. Yeah. Boot it into the end zone.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but the risk is, I mean, if, if they had run that back and it was a,
1: a 21-14 game, how different does, this, does that make it?
4: Then Strathavid has a possession with about Here we go. a minute to go. 21
1: <laughs> on the return for Detweiler. He's split to the right. Shotgun look, empty backfield. Two receivers to either side for Calvin Shirley. From the 25-yard line, takes the shotgun snap. Looking, looking, has time. Fires down the middle, and it is the leaping interception made by Barlow. No, they're going to say incomplete. Oh. <laughs> I don't
0: know.
1: They're I don't know only, if had or not. I'd love to check the film. He's not arguing with the referee yeah. there. So
0: they're, on, they're only rushing three, and even those guys are really more or less rubbernecking at the line. They're just trying to contain... Uh, <laughs> you know conestoga don't don't let them run out on you don't let anything crazy happen this is all prevent type defense which makes me extremely nervous
1: three two wide receivers to either side under center is shirley Single setback, and they go with a draw straight up the middle. A little running room here for Kelly, who's across the 40-yard line before he's wrestled down. That'll stop the clock while they move the chains. Gain of about 16. So the Panthers give a little too much right there. And, again, just playing it safe here. You don't want to give up a big play with just 110 10 and counting. No, and they're doing it prevent.
0: You know, they're going to let them get 15 yards at a time. I, I don't like this at all. We'll see. There we go. Now we got four back on the line.
1: Two wide receivers to either side. Panthers Rush four. No, they're going to give it and try to gash him with Kelly one more time, and he stood up nicely. Fuskas and Barlow there to meet him at the 45-yard line. Gain of just four. Matt Diamond still has his timeouts, uh, One, two timeouts in his pocket here, but the clock ticks. Four th- 43 seconds, 42 seconds. Conestoga breaks the huddle quickly. They'll snap from their 45-yard line. Tight end to the left is Eaton, and now there's some confusion. They're going to split receivers to either side. Back into the game is Patrick no, Riley. No, 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 no. He's slot to the right. Two receivers to the right. Shirley looking that way on second down. Has all sorts of time. Steps up in the pocket. Going to scramble. And Ethan oh. rips him down. Shy of the line of scrimmage. Ethan with his third sack of the year. Clock ticks. 14 seconds. 13 seconds. And now they finally call time. Are they going to call timeout? No, Eight they're seconds. not. Seven seconds. He's going to give them just one more play here. Okay. On third and long. And here it is. Okay. Three seconds left. Third down and about eight. And uh, the Panthers need one stop here. Fifty-three yards from, uh, well, 57 yards from scoring here. Conestoga's going to need a a big-time play or a defensive penalty here at the end of this first half. we keep it right here.
0: You would think they're just going to throw it long and hope for the best. I would think a Hail Mary-type play. Nothing else really makes a whole lot of sense. I would assume... Haven will only rush three again and try to play everybody deep and make sure they got it. whoever catches a tackle. Them, yep. Assuming it's not in the end zone. So
1: Panthers with a nickel defense here. Going to go with five defensive backs as they make their way to the, to the near side. Three seconds to play here before halftime. At halftime, when we uh, come out of the halftime break, we gotta. I'll, uh, I'll bring it back with just a couple of minutes, a quick tribute to make here tonight, and then we'll kick it over to Pete and Andrew and Mike to talk about first-half action and uh, a whole lot more. And so well, We have no pro teams half to
0: half. talk about. Phillies are done. Eagles are done. <laughs> Sixers are looking better. They
4: really? <laughs> still have the Ben Simmons drama. <laughs> oh, boy, oh,
1: boy. Villanova's good. Get ready for college hoops.
0: Yeah, getting ready for high school hoops. We're almost and ready to start talking about Delco hoops, hoops this yeah, year. There huh? you
1: go. All right. So three seconds to play here before halftime. Panthers cannot afford a big play or a defensive penalty.
4: Looks like Conestoga's breaking out the Wildcat here with Detweiler in the backfield. All right, Detweiler in the backfield.
1: Riley split to the right. Two two receivers to the left. All right, Detweiler's going to keep it himself. On the last play of the half, he's going to bounce it outside. Two tacklers in front of him as he crosses the 40, loses the football, and down he goes at the 37-yard line. That was scary. Little excitement there, more than the defensive coordinators wanted, but it comes to a halt there on the final play of the half. Give them a gain of 20-something. We'll sort that out in a moment. But Panthers have to be thrilled with a 21-7 lead here on the road at Conestoga and Strathaven to get the ball back after we come out of halftime. So, stick with us. We'll be back in just a few moments for an extended halftime. we we'll are here from both fans and Pete, Mike, and Andrew and a whole lot more from
0: The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610 872 2167.
3: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641.
2: You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local
0: Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610 610- 610 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At the Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Fulginetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. (laughs)
1: Welcome back to Teamer Field here at Conestoga High School. Strathaven 21, Conestoga 7. The Strathaven Band playing in front of me. It's just a fantastic sight. Another beautiful night for football. As we have mentioned already, we are outside in the bleachers tonight, just as we did last week on a terrific night of football at Springfield. And honestly, in in consideration of COVID protocols, videos, productions, and more, this year I've been more and more thankful for the considerable efforts that have been made to get these games broadcasted each week. We can't say enough about our sponsors who make it happen. Generally, we get great cooperation uh, from athletic directors around the Central League, including our own Pat Clancy. And we know for sure that we have our listeners to thank, whether it's during live broadcast or after the game on the archives. Speaking of our listeners, we know some of you are just high school football fans. We know some of you are families of current players with a deep-rooted interest on what's going on in the moment each week. We know some of you are Strathaven alumni, some of whom have reached out to us from faraway places like Australia, Europe, and all over the continental U.S. just to see how the Panthers are faring. Others are community members who support the football team and many other extracurriculars here at Strathaven. A few more listen, hoping their husbands are having fun, like Mrs. Clancy, who of course likes to keep tabs on Strathaven even during all the years her and Kevin's sons were playing at Haverford. And Mrs. Connor, who had three sons play here, and now one of them's helping Dad and her husband direct the Panthers' defense. And I'd like to single out one more dedicated listener tonight who had very little interest in football but still found herself turning in, tuning in to HavenFootball.net week after week for years. When I started broadcasting Strathaven games in 2002, we were running on WVCH, a small local radio station in Brookhaven, whose signal didn't reach more than a few miles from the Strathaven campus. So when my grandparents, living in Allentown, would ask me over and over, do you think we might be able to hear it? Our only way to make that happen was for me to recover the cassette tapes the next day and then mail a few copies of them up to them in the Lehigh Valley. While my grandfather very much understood and enjoyed football, Grammy would be having... She'd have a hard time telling a first down from first base. <laughs> Aside from her admitted crush on former Eagles coach Dick Vermeil, conversations with about football with Grammy... We're about as rare as Strathaven lining up in a shotgun formation. So I always had to smile when she was the one driving the ship that said, Hey, can you tell me again the name of your team? And do they ever come up here and play Nazareth or Easton or Catasauqua? And if they do, will we be able to hear you then? The answer to that last question got a little easier in 2006 when Mike Mayer put down his chains and first down marker on the Panther sideline each week and said, You know what? We're putting these games on the internet. Every game. Win or lose, rain or shine, no matter what. While this was huge news for Panther and Central League fans everywhere, Mike probably had no idea of the storm he triggered when my Grammy then says to my grandfather, well, Floyd, we're going to need to get a computer, which, when translated, really meant my dad down in Hatboro and my uncle out in Colorado. We're going to need to teach a couple of 83-year-olds all about computers and the World Wide Web over the phone in advance of Friday night football each fall. Over and over again, they taught them each week for years. I think about now in the hours and days after every Strathaven game. I literally lose sleep trying to relive, rejoice, or agonize over the plays that from so many interesting and exciting games over the years. I know for a fact from so many conversations with the Strathaven coaches that. You know, any, any mental energy and time I'm spending can be multiplied ten or maybe a hundredfold for all those players and coaches. Every week, Mike and I seem to reference a play from Strathaven teams and players from years or even decades ago, and we have part of our audience who could do the same, including our current broadcast teammates, Pete Fulginetti and Andrew Kaufman, and of course, Paul Heisey, who was here when we got this started. But thinking of my Grammy, that reminds me of our part of our audience who could not care less about any of that football stuff. I wish I could tell you about all those weeks for several years that maybe Grammy would have learned a little bit more about football, or that she might even be able to find Wallingford on a map, or that she might even be a little more tolerant about kids tackling each other. Really, she couldn't even stand the thought of my brother bouncing a soccer ball off his head through high school, or that several of her nephews and her great-grandson are pretty good wrestlers, but she didn't care about the scores. She'd tease me sometimes saying, Oh, I don't know if Strathaven would beat Nazareth this year, relying, I guess, on maybe her scouting reports of her classmates from the 1930s. But the point is, and what I'm most thankful for, is that Mike Mayer's vision for this website, the broadcast, the countless hours he puts into it during the season beyond provided one more one more special way to stay connected to people I couldn't see in person as much as I wanted. COVID shortened last season for the Panthers, and it eventually caught up to my Grammy on her 97th birthday, back in January. We laid her to rest last weekend, aside my grandfather, who also died on her birthday in 2018. Who knows, maybe they're still arguing over who's going to win this year, Nazareth or Easton. And while health issues limited how many games Grammy could have heard in the past couple seasons... I am forever grateful she was able to operate well out of her comfort zone to support her grandson from miles away. So I am more hopeful than ever now, if you're listening tonight or in the days after the game, that our broadcast each week will help us feel connected in some way to something or someone that we love. If you love stats and scores and all things football, great. We have you covered. If you listen with the hopes you might hear me or Mike shout out the name of your grandson, nephew, friend, classmate, We hope to do that every week. If you tune in even to hear the brilliant sounds of the band in the background like I'm doing right now, it's my favorite part of every game, let me be the first one to turn up the field mic for you. Whatever your reason for tuning in, thank you. I hope we as a broadcast team, driven primarily by the efforts of Mike Mayer and supported by our wonderful sponsors, are able to keep you connected to who and what you love or enjoy. I know my family's been blessed by our coverage of the Panthers for now 20 years whether it was cassette tapes in the mail to Allentown or on my Grammy's frustratingly but magical computer. I'm going to miss her terribly, but she gave me just one more of many reasons to smile while we're all enjoying high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. We're going to take a short time out be back in a moment. Glad you're with us here on a beautiful night for football on HavenFootball.net.
3: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641.
2: This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net.
0: And welcome back to Teamer Field where it is Panthers 21, Conestoga 7. I'm still trying to compose myself after listening to Brian
7: yeah we all we all are Mike yeah, yeah. I know it's, I tell it's, you what a, what a tribute to his grandparents yep. and, uh, you know he said it all the whole thing about the, the internet about high school sports about you know the grandparents who basically don't know anything about computers and he put it all together and it's just an amazing little speech there Brian
0: yeah and, and it's you know and, and it's so true they just they just want to support their grandchildren their children they just want to be a part of their lives wherever that leads and that's that's great so anyway. We gotta get back to a football game here. Yes, Pete, what's did. your thoughts? I think this has been a pretty good first half. I, I'd like Haven. to say something
7: about this first half. I know the Strathaven has had they've scored a few more points against Harriton, against Innerborough, But I think overall this is the best half of, of high school football they have played this season. They've scored twenty one points on three drives, every drive between seventy and ninety yards, every yard. On the ground, they've eaten up clock, they've scored points, and all, all besides that first minute when Stoger kind of caught them off guard with that, with that pass out of the right, backfield. Right. Besides that, they played a perfect game. So with a 21-7 lead, receiving the second half's kickoff, we usually say, you know, Mike, we usually say, you you got to put the ball in the air, you got to do more different. Mike, you got to just run the ball. If they can't stop you, I don't care if we see the ball go in the air one more time. <clears throat> just run the ball
0: well i you know i, I don't <clears throat> disagree um i think that that uh what we've got to, what i'm concerned about now and i don't know that it's shared by very many that are watching this game tonight you know we we dominated springfield in the first half and then came back and whether it was springfield was able to make corrections whether they saw something Mike, do you they remember
7: able- what we said at halftime at least I said, Spinfield's going to come out and throw the ball. Well, and I, that's I, what
0: they did. I, well, that's true. But again, it, it's, it's it, that does not explain why Haven couldn't put any more points on the board. You know, I understand that a team can start changing yeah. up what they've got and get lucky. And, and look, Conestoga come back. They haven't thrown much tonight, and they haven't thrown much successfully, with the exception of that one uh, trick play in the beginning. So the bottom line is Conestoga's got a whole... Uh, quiver full of arrows that that literally are passes that they can utilize now I think we've played a very strong pass defense I think we've also been been rushing the ball well and and, and putting pressure on our quarterback so I think things are going well but obviously Conestoga hasn't gotten to this point if they don't know how to adjust at halftime and try to make some corrections
7: you know what makes this first half even more amazing on the Strathaven side of of their rushing attack think about this Their fullback, one of their power runners, Anthony Crawford, one of their top scorers this year, is out with an injury this week. So what did uh, Coach Clancy do? He moves moves Chase Barlow into the fullback slot, makes a couple of adjustments, and it comes out like a winner. It's just an amazing adjustment by Coach Clancy. And uh, I, I just am really admired by how he adjusted his backs this week and haven't
0: lost a step. Uh, well, you know I, I think that the, the 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 big credit here I mean obviously running backs are running backs. The big credit has been the, line. the offensive line. they have just yeah, the there line. have been very few plays where there has no, where that where that hole is not materialized and as I said earlier in the game, you know where where these guys are getting getting basically picked up by linebackers at the earliest, and a lot of times by cornerbacks and safeties. So, And that's, of course, why you're seeing 14, 15-yard runs. And we haven't seen the huge breakout, but there's been a few opportunities where they could have happened. I just want to see the pedal to the metal for the second half for, for Haven. You know, they can't go into this half and say, 21-7, we got this, because they learned last yeah, week I, that I 14 think, nothing I think, is not it. I think
7: they'll come out running the ball, and, and, and Stoker hasn't showed that they can really stop it. So why... You know why? Why stop? it? come out. You have a 21-7 lead. Come out and just control the ball, burn clock, and if you can score one more time, you probably ice this game.
0: I, I, well, I think that's that's the key. I think they're going to get the ball. I think another five, seven, eight-minute drive to the end zone. Now you're up 28-7. Now you're right. I You know, it's just uh, you know Conestoga at that point and, can do what they you'll can. And then
7: see Conestoga basically go to the air. Oh
0: yeah, and that that'll give our guys you know yeah. a, a better lead as to. How they're going to cover and how much they're going to rush and things like that. So there's no doubt. Conestoga's band is on the field right now. We saw Strathaven's band. Conestoga's out in full uniform, and full throat, as Brian would say. So they're doing their thing. So that's the background noise. We've got about five more minutes, five and a half more minutes, according to the clock. So I think we'll go to a commercial break. Have you guys got scores and stuff and you're ready to go when we come back? Brian? He's so busy watching the band. Brian, you ready for scores and stuff when we come back? Okay. All right, so, Pete, you want to say anything about the Eagles before I throw up?
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two things. Run the ball and stop the run on defense. End of story.
0: Well, I I would say that was true for all NFL teams. But, yes, the Eagles certainly should take note. All right, it is 21-7, five minutes left until we start the game again. And you're listening to Conestoga's High School Band. And we're going to be back in just a couple of minutes with the second half. This is high school football right here on havenfootball.net.
5: PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day.
0: PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian
2: every week. Probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve
0: Taub in Media. Give him a call at 610 566 3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media, Auto, Home, and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete fulginetti Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer.
1: Welcome back to halftime. We're still listening to the second of two fantastic marching bands. Strathaven went first and Conestoga following up here with... Two wonderful performances and, uh, again, enjoying every minute of a gorgeous night for football. Strathaven up 21-7 at half. We'll try to give you a few other scores uh, that we have via Twitter and so forth um, around the Central League and beyond. A couple of big games tomorrow, actually. Uh, Kennett and Unionville, that's a biggie for Strathaven in terms of seeding uh, in the 5A playoffs at the moment. Uh, a few others uh, as well, Lower Marion and Marple Newtown play tomorrow uh, at 1 o'clock at Lower Marion. Downingtown East hosts Academy Park tomorrow night and Chester hosts Penwood at 1 o'clock tomorrow as well for their homecoming game. So, we'll uh, check out the Delco Times and so forth over the weekend for those scores. But for tonight, uh, there's a lot of games that are I would say mostly in the books already. Ridley 56, Harriton nothing at oh, halftime. Oh, I hate Just to that. Uh, hard, to, hard to stomach uh, what's going on over there. Uh, for that one. Speaking of blowout Strathaven, uh, I'm sorry Garnet Valley rather, they'll have a running clock in the second half. They leave, lead Radner 35 nothing at half as well. But, I, but to their credit they were
0: leading 35 in the first quarter right? Uh, yeah. yeah was, so they they, got they there haven't 30-10. run it up any
1: further. Yep. Uh, so, uh, In one other very close game in the Central League, Springfield jumped out 15 nothing on Haverford and Haverford has scored 20 in a row now to lead twenty to fifteen, so a good one going on over uh, in Havertown. Uh, also, around District One, closer to home, we'll start in Delaware County. Sun Valley hosting Westchester Henderson. Henderson leading seven nothing uh, at halftime. Further up there in the Suburban 1 League, Upper Moreland 14, William Tennant 7. Tennant still looking for its first win on the year. Uh, back closer home, I forgot one more Central League score, Pencrest trailing Upper Darby at the moment, 21-7. Back up to Suburban 1, Quakertown 6-0 and looking to stretch it to 7-0. They lead Neshaminy 21-3. So Neshaminy having some struggles at 1-5 and this year, and uh, looks like it'll be 1-6 after George Bannis and friends... Uh, finish the night up there. We'll try to get your other scores as we receive them. Uh, one other score, St. Joe's Prep uh, knocked off Middletown, Delaware in a game earlier today. They win 24-6, to bouncing back after a tough loss to LaSalle at Franklin Field a week ago. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, the band's still rocking and rolling here, and we were, we were talking a little bit about um, statistics and so forth. Strathaven, all two hundred what 272 yards or so, Andrew, on the ground.
4: Nothing through the air. They haven't even attempted a pass. All 234 yards for Strathaven on the ground.
1: So, uh, again, Chase Barlow with over 100. I have him for 17 for 131. What's time (laughs) of possession, Andrew?
4: Time of possession we have. Strathaven's held the ball for 1443. DeConestoga's 917.
0: Doesn't surprise me.
4: I've got Chase Barlow, 17 carries for 129 yards. Matt Schuler 10 for 69. Sam Milligan, 3 for 30. And Austin Connor one carry for six yards. And
0: people who watch our statistics and what go to our homepage, and, of course, they listen to Brian during the game, you know, those numbers can vary because you're, it's a judgment call. You know, was it six yards or was it seven yards? And, of course, Andrew makes those judgment calls as well, but the computer is the one that calculates total yardage. Uh, Brian's doing it in his head. And a fine job he's doing as well. Cause <laughs> yes, it, he is. There's rarely much of a discrepancy. But the other thing, of course, is that Andrew would go back and take a look at at where we're at. Sometimes penalties upset different things and combinations. And, of course, Andrew will review probably half the game film tonight and the other half in the morning. And then that's when we post the stats, which is why Andrew has his name on our stat page now because it's really (laughs) – his stat page, I just posted. He's, he's the one that's responsible all numbers. So send your letters of complaint to Andrew <laughs> No, I'm serious. I, um, you know, we do get calls from people occasionally who thought they did this or thought they did that. And we, of course, have the advantage to take a look at the film. Sometimes it is a judgment call. We're only allowed to list two tacklers. And I can easily tell you that there's probably more than two on a given play, but we have to take the two most obvious. So that's what we do, and that's a judgment call. And if you're the kid's dad that we didn't count as a tackler, I understand the bias, but we got to make a call. But that rarely happens. I think everybody gets their fair share. And everybody, you know, sometimes we'll miss a, uh, you know, a a knockdown or something. But, But Andrew's pretty good at this. And the fact that we really haven't received any, comments on stat changes in the last two years since you've been doing this is a pretty good record to have, because I know when I started this mess, uh, we were hearing complaints every week, so, <laughs> I'm so sure you're doing you much better.
1: Well, in the meantime, Strathaven has made their way back onto the field, stretching and getting loose here to begin the second half. Conestoga looks like they're heading this direction as well, so we're just a few minutes away from uh, kickoffs. What we may also, while we're talking about the website, we may Over the next couple of weeks, uh, as we've done the last few years, last year being an exception, uh, we may do a projection, uh, a playoff projection, which, again, is only a projection. It's only uh, meant to be, you know, fun. Of course, the seeding will take care of itself after Week 10, and the top 16 teams in 5A will advance to the District 1 playoffs. Uh, We can make some predictions under, you know, reasonable certainty that maybe if Strathaven were to win out and go nine and one, that they might land with a one or two or maybe three seed, depending on, say, how Ruston and Unionville or... Uh, an Upper Dublin or Academy Park uh, finishes, and never mind that Chester's still undefeated. But uh, again, we can make some judgment calls to say, wow, Chester still has to play Coatesville, and Chester and Academy Park are going to go head-to-head in week 10, so somebody has to win and lose that one. So we will probably have a little fun with that over the next couple of weeks. Again, that's not meant to disparage any other team in the league, but that is meant to say, hey, on a given day, we might think Strathaven could beat some other league rival, and uh, if, if that happens, they would land at right. Nine and one, eight and two, or, or who knows where. So And,
0: and for those people who, who have not are not familiar with the whole point system, I did publish this week something we've published every year for several years. You may have noticed the articles showing where Strathaven is in the top ten. We will start showing probably the top 16 in another couple of weeks as it gets a little tighter, and we want to see who, who's playing who. But the bottom line is there is a, a connection to that, to a whole description on how the points work. It is a little complicated, and because of the complication, it makes it really funky to try to figure out, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if, and where are we? <laughs> the only good news is at this stage of the game with Strathaven strength, I'm pretty, self, pretty assured that we will be in the playoffs this year. Uh, mainly because uh, the way the playoffs work with 16 teams in 5A, you, sometimes you get into the playoffs with a 3-7 and seven record. So Haven, of course, is doing very well. And I'm pretty confident that we will have a at least first home game for the playoffs, which is always great fun for us and, and everybody who can attend. And if you haven't come to a game, set that date aside. It's the week following the last game of our season, so it's the first week in November. the of November. Right. So um, – That'll be the first playoff game. have no idea who we're going to play, and that's what what Brian's going to do in the next week or so is try to figure out who that, who that opponent might be, and then we can root for whoever we'd like it to be who we think we can beat the easiest. Yep. And that's part of the fun, but again, we're not disparaging anybody. Everybody we're sure is going to come in and play the best game they can,
1: and being Haven fans, we just hope we always end up on top. And uh, if you're a Conestoga fan tuning in tonight, hey, they are absolutely in the hunt for their first playoff berth since 2014. Conestoga was a regular uh, in the the late 2000s, had playoff appearances in 2006, 7, 8, and 9, but uh, again, a little bit of a drought since then, visited again in 2013, um, I'm sorry, 2014 rather. Uh, but each of their last four visits have ended in the first round. So Coach Matt Diamond, A, trying to climb that hill for a few more weeks here to get them into the playoffs. If the playoffs were starting today, they'd be the 10 seed playing number seven, Ridley. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> actually, these two teams have to go head-to-head in week 10. So Ridley and Conestoga, uh, that's on the horizon for the Pioneers as they finish the regular season over the next few weeks home with Upper Darby at Marple Newtown and then at Ridley. Strathaven, uh after tonight, just uh, looking ahead ever so briefly, which I know the coaches hate that I ever even consider that, but uh, just so the rest of us uh, know what's coming. At home with Pencrest next week, uh, and that's the homecoming game where they're going to honor the uh, 2,000 state champions. Uh, right. So that should be fun. We should have some special guests uh, for that one. Home with Lower Marion, and then at Radnor uh, with a site probably to be determined because Radnor... Um, has, you know, they're basically I road warriors. Yeah. Is it going to be at yeah, Harriton? It's, it's okay, yeah. okay. so they've played uh, here at Conestoga, home game. Radner, if you're not familiar, they are uh, doing a construction project that involves their athletic complex, so uh, those guys have been on the road for most of the season. They've played games all over the place. They've played uh, all over the Central League, and it looks like we will be headed to Harriton for uh, Week 10 action. But here, in week seven, we're ready to rock and roll here with the second half. All right, Jonah Stein has it teed halfway between the hash marks, ready to kick it away for Conestoga. Matt Schuler awaits at the five-yard line, flanked by Austin Connor and Chase Barlow. Stein, line drive kick is going to come to Schuler at the 10-yard line. Straight up the middle, he comes. Looking with a head of steam and tumbled out across the 30-yard line. Good hit there. And Panthers with decent field position to start. They'll put it down at the 31-yard line. So Sam Milligan, with no passes attempted in that first half, but had 30 yards on the ground himself. mix in 72 for Schuler and 130 for Barlow and seven from Austin Connor and the Panthers. were three for three, putting it in the end zone in that first half. Milligan breaks the huddle with two tight ends. Nate Perlman to the right. Green, Mason Green to the left um, to the left. Motion man is Matt Schuler on first down They give us to Barlow. Running room off the right side spins to the 35 and is met there by a host of tacklers. Nice work there by Colin McGrath to stand him up for the Pioneers. Forward progress to the 36 and Barlow picks up five on his first carry of this second half. That's the 18th carry of the night for the senior halfback slash fullback tonight.
0: Yeah, I might say Milligan did roll out twice. Once, I think, was an intention to roll out run.
1: The other one, I think,
0: he was looking to throw and just decided to keep it himself.
1: Second down and five. From the 36, two tight ends again. Wing T behind Milligan. It's Schuler. Room off the right side. Cuts back to the middle. Stiff arm, midfield, and into... It's kind of stuck Territory. They slap at the football, but Shuler hangs on and carries a tackler down to the 36-yard line. That's that's
0: such good football presence when a defender is chasing a guy from behind and just takes a blow at the, at the football. He knows he's going to tackle the guy. He knows he's going to push him out of bounds. But if he can jar that ball loose, anything can happen, and that's just good heads-up football. Didn't work this time, but I admire the effort. Appears to out at the 40. stepped out at the yeah, 40, I think, is out. the
4: roll,
1: rolling on the field. Okay, so Shuler up to 96 yards now on just 11 carries and a Panther touchdown. Connor in the backfield, Shuler wing to the left. They give it to Barlow, off left tackle, and he's going to bang his way to the 35.
0: Boy, the C's open on that one, but closed just as quickly, but still made a good five yards on that one.
1: You know, the, the Panthers are missing Ben Faribault since the first series of the season. At left tackle, but Aiden Williams has stepped in and done a marvelous job. The senior left tackle, 270-pounder. He alongside of the tight end, which is often Perlman, sometimes green. They have uh, balanced that line beautifully opposite your all-central right tackle, Jake Millett. Perlman just came in. Perlman in at tight end. Wing TV behind Milligan on second and six. Gives to Barlow. Room up the middle. Straight ahead he goes across the 25 and is... Ripped down at the 22-yard line, 14 more for Barlow and another Panther first down. This
0: is picture perfect for, uh, for the Panthers. You know, they're taking up time on the clock. They're keeping the ball on the ground. They're marching down the field. If they can finish this with a touchdown, uh, I won't say it's over because Conestoga can throw the ball and they can score very quickly, but that would go a long way to, to making this a successful night for the Panthers.
1: First and 10 at the 22. Panthers knocking at the door again with 10 minutes to play here in the third quarter. Barlow one more time. Off the right side, follows his guard, and again, just great push up front, and Barlow in the weight room after that takes it down to the 16. Six more for Barlow. I have him at 161 yards already and 21 carries. So, again, we've seen over the first six weeks uh, really balance uh, in, term, in terms of splitting between three backs, Crawford, Schuler, and Barlow. Uh, Barlow getting the workload tonight with Crawford out of the lineup, and Schuler with 11 carries and on the brink of 100 yards himself. Give quick hitter to Barlow off the left side, inside the 15, and down to about the 13 maybe. Let's see. They're going to mark him about a yard shy of the first down. Brings up third down and one.
4: Ball the 13.
1: Third and one. Clock will be inside of nine minutes when they break the huddle here to play in the third quarter. Panthers leading twenty-one-seven, and now looking for more. T formation, left to right, Schuler, Barlow, and Connor, and right up the middle goes Milligan on f- uh, third and short. He's going to drive the pile all the way down near the five-yard line. The seven, okay. They're going to say back at the seven. Give them six. Yeah, that was. Uh, well, that's
4: where they blew, they blew the play down at, at the six, and that it. And then he fell forward for another yard. Milligan mm. picks up yet another first down.
1: Good push up front and good push behind him from the three running backs. First and goal to go from the seven. Panthers looking to make this a three-score game here. Tight end to the right is Mason Green, Perlman to the left. Austin Connor wing to the right. Schuler and Barlow in the backfield. It's Schuler looking for room off the right side, following Berard down inside the five, and then is driven backwards after that. Forward progress, I think, we will give him the four. The five. Matt, right about the five. Looks yep. like the
4: five-yard line they're
1: gonna give him. Two more for Matt Schuler on his twelfth carry of the night. Checking in at linebacker Charlie Newhall. We'll give Eaton a break for the Pioneers. Panthers happy to chew the clock here. Drive started. Back at their own 31-yard fo- uh, 31. 31 line. Here, second and goal to go from the five. Wing T, give it to Schuler one more time. Dances inside, and he's got a couple more. Inching ever closer. They'll give him the four. four. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, and they're
0: making this exciting, aren't yep. they?
1: Panthers will uh, keep pounding away here and milking oh. the clock. Third and goal from the four. Milligan jogs in the play. See if you go back to Barlow here or maybe even sneak a tight end out in the flat. We'll see. 709-708 as the Pioneer defense tightens on these last couple plays. Can they get one more stop? Milligan under center. Give him a quick hitter to Barlow off the left Ooh. side. Somebody lost their helmet. That's Philios. He's gonna have to come off for a play, and a good job by the Pioneers to stop Barlow after a gain of just one. All right, so they're going to have to sub in a guard. as. uh,
0: I don't understand the constant up the middle stuff. I mean, you've got the whole side of the field. Take it and see
1: what you can get. You've got good speed. Panthers will go for it from the three. Fourth and goal to go from the three. They've picked up just four yards on their last three plays. Pioneers need one more stop here, trying to keep this a two-score game. 6.30, 6.29 and counting to play here in the fourth, third quarter. Panthers leading 21-7, and now you're going to get whistles and a timeout. Coach Clancy wants to talk things over. So stick with us. Be back in just a moment. 6.20 to play here in third quarter. Panthers knocking on the door, looking to add to a 21-7 lead on HavenFootball.net.
0: This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at HavenFootball.net.
1: Welcome back to Teamer Field at Conestoga High School. And uh, we suddenly have some wind gusts giving us a hard time. My rosters are in trouble here from atop the bleachers. So we'll
0: yeah, we had absolutely no breeze at all. As a matter of fact, we were complaining at the beginning of the game, it was kind of humid and still, and we were a little uncomfortable, but uh now yeah. it's starting to get breezy and of course nothing's held down. So
1: all right, here we go. Panthers will go for it on fourth and goal, trying to add to a 21-7 lead from the three-yard line. They come with two tight ends. Austin Connor in the backfield alongside side of Chase Barlow, Schuler wing to the left, on fourth and goal, rolling out is Milligan and he's in trouble and down he goes. They got wow. a sack back near the ten yard line. Big play by Drew Marshall shooting through. Panthers didn't pick him up and the Panthers are stopped for the first time all night.
0: Wow, and that that is a momentum changer for Conestoga. That we'll see what they do here, but boy, this is really critical that. The Panthers find a way to stop these guys, and preferably stop them quickly, only from a standpoint of momentum. So,
1: Panthers forego a short field goal there that would have made it at least a three-score, three-possession game. And uh, but you know, you're, you're before those last four plays, they were ripping off yardage uh, at will. So give credit to Conestoga for a big stop there. First and ten at their own ten now. Panther defense trying to. Slow it down. I formation behind Shirley, and they'll give it to the tailback looking for room and lots of room. Oh, what a tackle there by Fuskas, or else Chase Kelly would have been off to the races. Yep. Nice work there by Fuskas. A gain of nine for Kelly, who's been the most effective offensive player so far. Eight carries for 56 yards for the senior running back, who uh, did not get many carries a week ago. It was uh, mostly John Quisi getting the carrying the rock in the win over Haver- uh, Haverford. Here's second and one from the 19. Shirley, receiver s- split, and they give the fullback. This is all red, and the Panthers not fooled. You know, can they stack him up short of the, uh, I think they're still going to give him forward progress. Uh, yeah, it's still short teams. of the first down, uh, though.
4: Let's see. Far- ref has him right at the 20.
1: Yeah, they're going to put him down just shy of it and make it third and about four inches. <laughs> So we'll call it no gain for Allred, the fullback, on his third carry of the night. And see what we can see what Conestoga can come up with here on third down and inches. I-formation, tight end, two wide receivers. Shirley under center is going to keep it himself, and he's going to dive forward for a first down. Nice work there by the senior. Picking up two, maybe three, out to the 23-yard line. And a first down. So Shirley... Uh, did not carry it uh, in the first half was sacked one time but uh, again, picks up the first down moves the sticks for the Pioneers clock not in their favor though right now 4.46 to play here in a fast moving third quarter. Strathaven leading 21-7, marched it down to the four yard line but couldn't punch it in and now Conestoga trying to capitalize two wide receivers eye formation behind Shirley from the 23 yard line on first and 10 back to pass, fires to the flat Quick hitter here to Detweiler, and good tackle right there by Sam Milligan, who's in there at quarter, back, and nice work there. And that's, uh, sorry, not Detweiler. Good catch, Andrew. That's Patrick Riley on the grab. Out to the 31-yard line, we'll call it. Brings up second down and about three. Detweiler was here on the near sideline. Yes, good catch there. So Riley, three catches on the night. 81 yards. He caught the first completion of the game. Second play of the game went for 53 and a score on a trick play. Here, second down and call it a long two. Shirley under center. Backs are split. Back to pass. Looking he wants it all down this near sideline. Nangle in coverage. Leaps up and knocks it away again. Detweiler singled up one on one and Chase Nangle equal to the task one more time.
0: Well, That was really a nice pass. I mean it was thrown well ahead of the of, of the receiver, but it was going to drop right in. Of course, Nangle was right on top of him.
4: Yeah, it looks like it was almost going to drop right into Nangle's yeah.
0: hands. Well, initially, I thought it was overthrowing Angle's vision to get it, but it did drop, and we got. I don't it, know what the the winds like on the field, but we got some good gusts coming up here.
1: Chase Nangle missed the last couple of weeks with uh, just out of the lineup due to an illness. But receivers are split, slot to either side on third and two from the 31. Single setback for Shirley, who's going to keep it himself and again push himself forward for a first down. Needed about two to get it and does pick it up. I believe, uh, no? No, No, they're not I'm not going to give it to them, I don't think, unless uh-huh. they decide to measure. No, now no, they're they, they, they do. Right. Okay, so give. Measurement so really, is you know, a lost yeah.
0: art in high school yeah, football anymore.
1: They need you back on the chain gag, Mike. But-
0: <laughs> no, I, we didn't make <laughs> the decision guy. to measure.
1: We are. Uh-
0: <laughs> we just we just did it if, if we that's- were asked. <laughs> but that's that's obviously for the opposing coach to 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 sit there and scream and yell and carry on. But that's not Clancy style. Unless so it's out. pretty blatant. <laughs> yeah. in so which out, case.
1: out to the 33-yard line goes Conestoga. This drive started at their own 10, but the clock, again, continuing to melt here. 3.30 and counting to play here in the third. Conestoga trailing by two scores, sending the man in motion from left to right, and it gives it to the tailback, and a couple yards, and not much else, and, boy, he pays for it there. He
0: only Big made a yard hit. there. He was just crushed.
1: Big hit from Matt Schuler coming up. And laying the lumber on, was that Riley or uh, Kelly again? That was yeah. Kelly. Kelly yeah. gives him maybe a yard. Second down and nine upcoming. And Panther defense, knock on wood, if you're a Panther fan, has been awfully effective so far. Jason Williams checks out. Jake Millett checks in at defensive tackle alongside of Nate Perlman. Clock ticks. 252, 251 and counting to play here. In the third. Detweiler split to the right. Riley to the left. On second and nine, hard count from Shirley. They go with a toss play to the right side, looking for room. It's Kelly, and he is tripped up immediately. Nice. Flying up from the middle linebacker spot is Chase Barlow, making the stop after a gain of maybe two. Give him the 36-yard line, and Kelly held in check on his last two carries.
4: Give him the 37. Sorry, 37, yep.
1: All right, Millett checks out. Nate Harrington checks in at defensive tackle. He's your big third
0: down play for both yeah, teams here. Harrington,
1: pretty good at rushing the passer. Undersized for a defensive lineman, but they've been using him in passing situations, and he's been getting home, getting in the quarterback's lap here. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shirley in the shotgun on third and six from their 37. Shirley takes the snap. Looks. Fires to the left flat. He completes it to Riley. Has some running room. First down yardage before Fuskas and Sutherland make the stop. Or an angle, rather. But give him the 47, 48-yard line and an 11-yard gain. And now you've got another uh, Pioneer having some trouble here. Hopefully nothing serious. But Kelly, Kelly trying to stretch out what looks to be a cramp. Okay. Yep. Kelly's going to hobble off and... Make some substitutions here. So, Conestoga is still short a player. They just yep. had three, three guys run off and two. two come on. So now, checking into the game, Will Filippo, the senior running back, first and 10 from their forty-eight. an 11-yard gain a moment ago. And now here you're going to get a whistle, pre-snap, and a timeout. Okay. All right. Conestoga is going to burn a timeout. Each team with two timeouts remaining will take a timeout with a 1-11 to play here in the third quarter. Strattshaven holding a 21-7 lead, but Conestoga on the move when we come back.
0: Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. 1-11
1: to play here in the third. First and 10 for Conestoga. They're out at their 48-yard line. This drive starting back at their 10. They are chipping away at the Panther defense here. First drive of this third quarter for the Pioneers. They're at their 48. Motion man is Detweiler. Moving slowly towards the tight end, and now back to pass is Shirley. Looking, he fires down the middle. Has a man out there, a sliding catch made at the Panther 35-yard line. That's Riley one more time. His fifth catch of the evening. Give him 17, and he's at 109 yards on the evening catching the football. Nice delivery from Shirley. Excellent pocket by the offensive line.
0: And a great fake up the middle. I mean, it really was a play-action pass and did extremely well to hold the linebackers.
1: They break the huddle with two receivers to the right. Slot to the right is Riley. Split is Detweiler. Eye formation behind Shirley from the Panther 35. On first and 10, they toss to the left side looking for room as Kelly picks up a few. And then second effort gets him down to the 30. Five more yards for Kelly. On With just 30 seconds and counting to play here in the third quarter. And now you're going to get another kind of Stoga injury here. So timeout on the field with 28 seconds to play here in the fourth. Maybe we can get you a uh, – and that's Kelly again. He's dealing with what I hope and seems to be cramps and hopefully nothing more serious than that. But I don't know. He's going to hop off the field. We'll, we'll keep it right here as he's going to try to take care of this himself. But uh, – all right, so no, no actual timeout called. Kelly's going to be helped off, and now Coach Matt Diamond will need to come up with something different in the offensive backfield for at least a, a play or more. All right, so second down and five from the 30. Panther defense on its heels here. Conestoga, as we mentioned at the outset, Mike, this drive has been a really nice mix of run and pass.
0: And they're doing exactly what they need to do. I mean, the sad part is they even couldn't capitalize on that last drive. But here we go.
1: All right, so Conestoga just subbed their 11th man onto the field here. They're trying to get this snapped on the final play yep, half, and yep. now you're going to get, yep, absolutely. You're gonna delay get a delay game against Conestoga. So frustration here for Coach Diamond with one second to play here before halftime. And I think they're going to say, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be hit. So delay a game will march it
4: back to the thirty-five. Now they'll have to snap it. Uh, They'll re. re I believe they're going to restart the clock here. So that'll uh, that'll do it. Restart. No, no, they will not restart the the clock. The penalty stops the clock. Yes. Okay. So they'll have to snap it here. On all right, one second to play, which should be the final
1: play of the third quarter. Two receivers. One to either side on second down and 10. Shirley, toss play to the near side. Looking for running room is Riley. He sheds one tackle, two tackles. Panthers have to wrap up, Mm. but still picking up seven, eight yards. And it's going to be third and two when we come back and start the fourth quarter. Good, tough running from Riley. Patrick Riley rips off a bunch. And the Panther defense has a minute to talk about it. We'll be back in a minute as well. Fourth quarter action when we come back on HavenFootball.net.
0: The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to
1: high school football on havenfootball.net. Fourth quarter action ready to begin here. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Play. Mike Mayer joined, as always, by Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulgenetti. Upper Derby leading Pencrest 34-7 here. Strathaven leading 21-7, but seems tenuous as uh, Conestoga's been on the move here. Uh, through the latter part of the third quarter. Big stop for the Conestoga defense inside. their own five on the Panther opening drive of the half. But uh, in the meantime, now third and two from the Strathaven 28-yard line. Calvin Shirley not in the game at the moment. They go with a wildcat look. Detweiler stands awaiting the shotgun snap. Detweiler sends a man in motion that is Riley it's Detweiler keeping himself up the middle he goes he's got room into the secondary cuts outside and he's down inside the 12-yard line 16 yards later Peter Detweiler rips off a bunch
0: and he's quick on his feet I mean there was there was at least one panther there was ready to meet him and he just basically shook him out of his shoes
1: he turned that Haverford game inside out last week with a 75-yard touchdown run on that same play a week ago and here, 16 yards later, he has them set up first and ten from the Panther 12-yard line. Riley runs in the play this time. Wouldn't shock me to see them stay with that Wildcat, and here they are. This so time Riley. Riley's in, the, in the, be- the gun. Detweiler to his right. Wing to the left is all red. Riley out of the Wildcat takes a high snap. He comes up the middle. Oh. Down he goes! Barlow with a nice low single. The three-time state qualifier in wrestling drops him at the 15, loss of three. Boy, they
0: they saw film on that. That was was a plan from one end to the other.
1: Beautiful job by Barlow, shooting through and dropping him back at the 15-yard line. Second down and about, call it, 13. Bringing in the play, Detweiler. Shirley still on the sideline. It looks like a Wildcat look here to try to crack the scoreboard. Remember, Conestoga came up empty with a drive of their own in the first half off a missed field goal, trying to get something here on second and 12 from their 15-yard line, and now you're going to get a whistle. Timeout, Conestoga. That'll leave them with just one remaining in regulation. So stick with us. We'll take a short timeout with them. Panther defense trying to hold up. Conestoga trying to cut in with 21-7 lead. We come back to game football that night.
3: Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a Seller Representative Specialist, as well as a Certified Residential Specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641.
2: This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Second and 12 from the Panther 15-yard line. Pioneers. In the Wildcat, Detweiler, a little pitch play in front to Riley, looking for him off the left side, sheds a tackle, and down near the five-yard line. He'll be shy of a first down. Good stop there from Aiden Sutherland from the free safety spot. They're going to put this down at about the six. Gain of nine, it'll bring up third down and three. Believe it or not, that's going to be a completed pass for Detweiler. That's right. With a little little pitch forward. Two-handed flip forward. So another catch for Riley. That gives him six on the evening.
4: On seven targets.
1: So here we go. Pioneers stay with that Wildcat look. Riley to the left. Detweiler in the shotgun on third down and about three. Riley in motion. They fake it to him. Detweiler, lots of room off the right side. He leaps and lands in the end zone for a Pioneer touchdown. 9.40 9.40 to play in regulation, and we have ourselves a one-score game.
0: Got yeah, shades of uh, Springfield, huh?
1: Well, <laughs> Panthers were, what, six feet away from making this a three-score game, and now suddenly, with most of the fourth quarter still to play, pressure's on the Panther offense again to get things turned around. Jonas Stein on for the extra point. 21-13. Ball spotted. Kick is away. Stein off the upright and through. (laughs) Gets the good bounce there. Nice work from Stein to pound it through. 21-14 is your score. Thanks to our sponsors. We're going to come right back. (laughs) Panther offense. Need to get it going on (laughs) HavenFootball.net.
0: Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, from football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is
1: Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at Havenfootball.net. Strath Haven 21, but the Pioneers 14 now, a 90-yard scoring drive after they stop the Panthers on downs inside the five. Here's a quick they break the huddle quickly, and you're gonna get a flag first. Oh false, they tried, uh, tried a, yeah, they tried a quick break the huddle, perhaps one side kick try with all ten players bunched together, but I think they got a little bit of a head start. Yep. So the Panthers will be ready for this one, you would expect this time, to say, wait a minute, (laughs) let's move the up men up a little bit maybe, or, you know, they have a five-man front line, and there's, yeah, they're going to move Glavichik to dead center there in front of the football. There's a big hole in the middle there. Conestoga tried to take advantage of it. So the officials still Looks sorting like it out.
4: Back them up five yards. Yeah, yeah. illegal
1: procedure. I'm not sure of the delay, but they're going to move it back and have him kick it again from the 35.
4: Well, they had to relay the call from yeah. the 40 on the far side of the field to the ref that's standing in the, the end, end zone, zone. Right. on <laughs> the left side.
1: All right, so back to the 35. Conestoga will try it again, and my guess is the Panthers will be a little more aware this time. Jonas Stein with the tee right on the X. Dead center between the hash marks. 9.40 to play here in regulation. Peter Detweiler's 11th total touchdown of the season. I'm not too sure there was offsides.
0: I think there's something else about the arc of the ball. I don't quite understand it.
4: it. was an illegal procedure
0: penalty. But, well, but there's something so. about the way he kicked the ball, but we'll see. We'll find Stein out Stein
1: ready to go here. Has it teed. And this time he'll let it fly. Deep kick. Going to take a hop inside the 10 and 5. And, and oh, there was a whistle. Why?
0: That was not in the end that zone. That was
1: not in the end zone. That is an inadvertent whistle by the officials. Oh, boy. Coach Glancy's not going to like that one. The officials forgot <laughs> where the, that they had moved it up five yards. They're going to re-kick. Yeah, that, that was an inadvertent whistle. The officials are going to say do it again.
4: Wow!
1: Wow! So they blew it dead. I think he thought it rolled past the goal line, and really yep. it just rolled past the five. Right, and
4: it rolled down
1: to the two. Yeah, Barlow picked it up, and uh, now we're I'm not make too sure a re-kick
0: is the way to do it, though.
1: Well, yeah, I don't. There's what, not a good. What answer would you there. do there? Well,
0: give either, Haven the ball I mean, you, the ca- you blew the whistle. Give it to him on a twenty. I mean, what else are you going to do now? Suppose they kick it again and Haven runs it back. Suppose they do another onside kick.
1: Suppose Barlow had run it back. Well, well I that understand time. that. <laughs> so, but, yeah, but there's no winners on this one. That's <laughs> just an inadvertent whistle and mistakes happen. And hey, the teams are going to have to try again. Well, that's, it again but that's here. what I think is inadvertent yeah. whistle. So put it on the twenty. I mean, what, yeah. it's, it is what it is Would Strathaven argue though to say, hey, you blew it dead and now we're punished at the 20. Chase would have run it back to midfield. I don't know. (laughs) Again, the the decision is made. They're gonna re-kick. All right. Panthers still have to be aware here for a potential onside kick. Stein. That last kick was tremendous. I mean the Panther returners had all moved up five yards and he boomed it over their heads. Will he try for another touchback here perhaps? Now they're standing back inside the 10. All right. Schuler flanked by Connor and Barlow. Stein steps into it. Line drive kicks going to come to Barlow at the ten yard line, looking for blocking up this near sideline. They have him hemmed in momentarily. He lowers the shoulder and bangs his way across the thirty-five to the thirty-six, and the Panther offense now going to need some help. <laughs> going to need to get this uh, thing turned around, milk, milk the clock a bit, and perhaps add some points to a one-score game. And Kondisov has
0: got to be looking for that turnover. They got to look for the fumble. I don't know if they're going to have an opportunity to interception, but they got to look something to upset it. They can't uh, They can't afford to let Strathaven just burn another six, seven minutes off the clock.
4: No.
1: Pioneers trying to keep this a one-score game. Panthers start it from the near hash, moving left to right in this fourth quarter. Gives to Barlow, room off the left side, cuts up the middle for a couple more, and out to the 40-yard line, gain of four. So second and manageable for the Panthers. 24 carries for Barlow tonight. 174 yards and two scores. Panthers will jog in the play. Clock will be inside of nine minutes to play in regulation when Sam Milligan breaks the huddle.
0: That fullback pass may be a nice little play here.
1: You know, you might be asking your quarterback to throw the football. I understand. I mean, he hasn't thrown a football in about two hours. Here we go. Give inside is to Schuler who bounces outside. Stiff arm across midfield, and out of bounds he goes, but nice work there by Matt Shuler to pick up a bunch. Give him 12. they will put it down at the 48-yard line, and Schuler also over 100 yards now.
4: I've got him 14 carries for 108 and the touchdown. First and 10 Panthers. Austin Conner checks out.
1: Two tight ends. Fuscus is your fullback. Barlow in the backfield with Matt Schuler as a wing to the left. Now you're going to get a flag first. They're going to blow it dead. Mm, kind of what precision. do we got here? You're going to get
4: false start or offsides here? You'd think blowing the play dead would be on the offense. Yeah, they would let it run if his defense. That's a
1: shame if it is because they looked like oh, they lined up offsides. Whoa, right. they
0: called it dead on a defensive offsides? Well, I, yeah. If, lined if, up offsides, if they sorry. lined
4: up offsides, yeah. yeah.
1: All right, five-yard penalty turns it to first and five now. Conestoga backed up a little bit now. Panthers at the Pioneer 43. Yeah,
0: That, that, that is a reflection, I think, of, of Conestoga just needing to get a jump
1: on that ball and try to put a stop to this. Fuskas remains your fullback. Barlow to his right. Wing left is Schuler. Two tight ends in front of Milligan, first and five from the 43. This is Barlow off the left side, and he's going to tumble down. For first down yardage and kind of Stoga upset. <laughs> I'm not yep. sure why if they're upset with each other or, or what the call is there. But either way, six more for Barlow and moves the sticks again. It's, it's got
0: to be tough to see your key defensive players making tackles and another three or four yards added to a run. That is not a wonderful feeling.
1: Hopewell, 2003, yeah, yeah I, state
0: finals. We were on the sidelines or for that. Or 2002,
1: rather. Yep. All right, here we go. First and ten from the 37. Milligan gives to Schuler, who cuts it back, keeps his feet across the 35, and then picks up a couple more to the 33. Four more for Schuler, and again, this is uh, really what the Panthers want. <laughs> Maybe wear on that defense a little bit and see if they can turn it into points. Schuler has a great
0: ability to turn his body when he comes to contact, either giving the defender the back, the shoulder. I mean, just punishing way to just run at people.
1: Two tight and set on second and six. Wing left is Matt Schuler. Barlow is your fullback. He has it. Room off the right side momentarily. Closes quickly. Detweiler along with Peter Costigan in on the stop. Forward progress gives him the 30, turning it to third down and three.
4: Definite four-down territory here for the Panthers. Oh, yeah, no doubt.
1: Barlow with 26 carries now on the evening. Milligan jogs in the play clock melting with him, 7-10 and counting to play here in the fourth, Strathaven 21, Conestoga 14, the Panthers trying to cash in, Mason Green tight end to the left, Perlman to the right, they... Send Austin Conner in motion. And then off the left side, this is Barlow banging his way, still on his feet across the 25 to the 24. Give him six more. Man, I, saw, I saw a
0: mouthpiece or something fly, but for a second I thought it was the football. And I go, oh, no. But no, no such, luck.
1: Running out of room on my Give stat sheet six, here.
4: <laughs> six more on that carry. 27
1: carries for number 24 tonight. Career high by far. But with Anthony Crawford out of the lineup. This is uh, how they're going to have to do it tonight. Can't share it with three of them, it seems. All right, wing to the right is Connor. This is Schuler on first down. He's going to dive inside the 20, give him four more, and again, setting up second down and a manageable six.
0: You know, this is just classic Haven football, and, and, and Haverford, as much as they're trying, they did make the one stop. They, you know, I'm sorry, did I say Haverford?
4: Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs>
0: Uh, I assume it's going to get worse as I get older, but we'll see. Yes, uh, Conestoga's trying to make that stop and not having much success right now, but I think Haven's going to mix it up a little bit. they got to start running a little bit more outside, do Second down
1: and six here from the 20. Milligan gives Austin Conner room off the left side. He explodes into the secondary, still on his feet, and oh. down the 11-yard line, shoestring tackle oh. by Bryce Beltrante. Saves the touchdown, but... That'll be first and ten once again as Austin Connors, second carry of the night. Nice job with two two hands on the football and nice little change of pace there for the Panthers.
0: Chase Kelly, number five, got sort of kind of run over. He had a little trouble getting up, but he seems to be fine. Just tough play. You know, you get hammered like this when you're on defense, you know, the length of the field. It's very difficult to to keep your stamina going.
1: 5.20 and counting to play here in the fourth. Panthers first and ten from the Conestoga, eleven. Looking for more points here, leading by seven. Give is to Barlow off the left side, cuts back to his right, lowers the shoulder and into the arms of big number fifty, Drew Marshall. But forward progress will give him the six, five well, more. They're for on
0: Barlow. the six. They can get a first down at about the two. And first it's down second at the down.
4: one. Is the one? Yeah, with the ball spotted at the eleven, it'll be just right. inside the two, I think. Are you suggesting, Mike, that they might
1: want to take a knee at the one and milk the clock? A la no, Brian Westbrook. No, not Dallas?
0: considering that okay, they uh, no. they, were, they were they were forced out of the score last time. So yeah, no. yeah. They the got to pop
4: it when they pop it. The last time they were at the three. Yes, and couldn't a little bit it of a in. different situation
1: there. Here we go. Second and five from the six. Panthers still marching away here. Conestoga defense trying to tighten here. This is Austin Connor off the left side, cuts back, bangs his way near the goal line, but just shy of it. Maybe looks first. like he'll
4: have the first out.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe not. That's quite far good enough.
1: work there yeah. by Austin Connor.
0: God knows they don't measure,
4: so we'll see.
1: And, yeah, he's going to be just shy of it. Just Third and four. one. Give Connor four
4: more. Again, very good push from the Haven offensive yes. line. Just like they've been doing all night.
1: Yep, moving wouldn't.
4: bodies off that line, moving the line of scrimmage two or three yards.
1: Wouldn't shock me to see Milligan, Milligan that keep it here. He's under center on third one. He does keep it, pushes the pile, driving forward and short of the goal line. All right, they blow it dead <laughs> inches from the goal line. It'll be first and goal to go. Panthers need about 12 inches. Well, you said it, Mike. This is a <laughs> They're just chipping away, chipping away. Sam Milligan picks up yet another well, first down. They go.
0: announced the first yeah. down, but then chain, there's a the chance there go. go. Okay.
4: Okay. Right. Took first them a second, but they finally it. did signal first down. They'll put it on the one. The Costigan
1: brothers check out. Peter and Tommy, a little more size at linebacker, check in here. With the Panthers now four cracks at it from the one. Wouldn't shock me to see Milligan do it again. Clock six, 334, 333. Conestoga needing a defensive stop in the worst way here.
0: And boy, this in, in high school football is almost
1: impossible. T formation, Barlow, your fullback. Barlow has it and dives forward, and forward progress will give him the touchdown. The third time tonight, Chase Barlow punches it in, and now you're going to get flags first play here. As there's some frustration
4: on the after Conestoga the side. Here.
1: I think you're going to get some. Uh,
4: Maybe some offsetting. Lake.
1: We'll see if it offsets or not. Barlow in for the third time tonight with just 319 to play here in the fourth quarter. All these fouls
4: will be after the play, Is carry,
1: a one-yard score.
4: All right. Panthers lead now by two scores,
1: I believe. Again, this is post-whistle. So wait for a dead ball signal to count the touchdown. Yep. Dead ball indeed. Personal foul. Against Strathaven, dead ball, personal foul against Conestoga. They will offset those. The result of the play is a touchdown. All right. Barlow, three visits to the end zone tonight, giving him 13 on the season. And more importantly for the Panthers, a two-score lead with just 319 to play in the fourth. Charlie Shankweiler will line up the extra point. Try to make this a 28-14 game, and the home fans decidedly quieter here below us. And starting
0: uh, to leave a little bit.
1: That was, again, a big-time answer from the Panthers. On their heels, giving up a 90-yard scoring drive from Conestoga, and then they march it down themselves. They've not attempted a pass tonight. Ball spotted. Kick is away from Shankweiler. It is up. It is good. Panthers lead it by 14, trying to get to 6-1. Overall, So stick with us. Conestoga still with time on the clock and a quick strike offense. See if they can get it going when we come back.
5: PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day.
0: PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net.
1: Thank you, Jaws. He's been sending it back to us uh, most of the night. Is that the he's a good luck charm, maybe? The yep. Panthers. Four drives tonight. I'm sorry, five drives tonight. Four of them land in the end zone. One of them got stopped a couple yards shy of it. And uh, so the offense has been humming. And, uh, well, not a single pass attempted. (laughs) But still, getting it done here tonight against Conestoga. They lead it 28-14 with three minutes and change to play. And now Shankweiler getting it teed up. Panthers cannot give up a big play in the special teams game here. Mike, I'm with you. This is one maybe you just send it out of bounds. We'll see. Shankweiler, high little pooch kick. It's angling to the far sideline. Takes a hop towards Strathaven. Do they have it? Barlow's on it. Did he make the play in bounds? Let's see. Flag. Nope. Flag's He's out of bounds. Fly. He's okay. out of bounds. Out of bounds. Coach Clancy's going to state his case over there. You'd have to check the film. It looked like Barlow recovered that was, that, that was ball.
4: awfully close.
1: We're not going to say
4: we had a better look at it than the guys yeah. standing on the we're, far we're side. 75,
0: line. 80 yards away but from it. So. He Barlow, was, at
4: the least, made it interesting. He was sliding. so And you'd have to come to a stop at the th- inbounds, and I don't think Barlow came to a stop inbounds with possession of the ball. Well, we'll have to. If he was the one that recovered. Yeah. It. Well, you'll
0: watch that tonight. I will you take will. a look at that
4: probably tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay considering we're That's right. see, deep, in the, the the game, deep right. in the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> Panthers staff is going to see that one in their sleep uh, unless the defense can get a stop right here. All right, so they're going to put the ball down. Out of bounds at the 37, 37 where it went out. All right, three wide receivers for Conestoga. Shotgun look with two backs alongside of Shirley. Split to the far side, Detweiler. They have held him in check in the past game, but he is ever dangerous out there. Panthers look like they have him doubled over there. Shirley in the gun. Back to pass, looking out to his left. Has time. Fires it deep down this near sideline. Nangling coverage again. Incomplete.
0: It's just overthrown. And overthrown to the, end. To the
1: near yeah. sideline, looking for Chase Riley. Riley's been awfully busy. Six catches for 117 yards. Patrick Riley. Sorry. Patrick Riley. Shane Riley is another, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: another wrestler. <laughs> they all run into yeah, each they other. Do, right? I think wild.
1: I know too many names here. I'm mentioning it. Uh, <laughs> My kids, my kids, I'll see. Jared, Jake, what's your name again? (laughs) Patrick Riley has been the, uh, the, the, well, really the guy on offense tonight with over 100 yards receiving. He is slot to the left here on second down and 10. From the 37, Shirley in the gun again. Back to pass. Here comes pressure. Fires down the middle. Has a man out there. Good hit from Milligan and hanging on at the 45-yard line is number seven, the big tight end, Brody Eaton. All the way to the Panther, 42. Nice delivery from Shirley. Good timing on the hit from Milligan. Give him 21. 21 yards for Shirley on the completion to Eaton for the first time. An up-tempo. No huddle. Two, three wide receivers, two to the left, and rolling that way on first and 10. Shirley's going to step up in the pocket, he's going to be tripped up from behind. Excellent job right there by Mason Green tracking him down. I think they're going to give him a yard of progress there. there, But nice work by Green from that defensive end spot. No huddle. No huddle indeed. 235, 234 and counting to play here in the fourth. Trailing by two scores, second down and nine. Shirley rolling out for Conestoga. Oh, looks like they're tackling in pass protection. Now it's intercepted by Schuller. Schuller dances away for one man, two men, down the near sideline. Here he goes, 40, 35, 30, 20. Matt Schuller will seal the deal going 60 yards for the score big time play from the all delco defensive back and the panthers will go home happy leading by three scores somebody got flat out tackled in pass protection there but you know what (laughs) panthers got it done anyway with excellent coverage matt Schuller. With a beautiful return.
0: Well, you know when you're when you're passing as much as you have to to try to get the score. You know, kudos to Conestoga. What choice do they have? They got to score as quickly as they can. Yep. And you end up with risks like this, and that was a great interception. Not a bad pass. No.
1: No, it was just good coverage. Great job by Schuler, and then made three men miss with nice lateral cuts to go the rest of the way. On for the extra point, Shankweiler up and good, 35-14 with just 2.10 to play in regulation. Conestoga will get the offense right back on the field when we come back. Stick with us. Glad you're joining us Live on the archive right here on HavenFootball.net.
2: You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local All-State
0: agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs.
2: This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Matt Schuler's
1: second interception of the season. Both of them have finished in the other team's end zone. Boy, you give him some space in the open field and look out. He goes 60 yards. We'll check the film for the exact we'll, yard. We'll double-check that. Somewhere yeah. in the neighborhood of 60 yards going the other way to give the well, Panthers it, a
0: three-score it, lead. And when it's an interception, you know, the first persons he gets by are the generally the speedsters, the receivers. And and then when he gets into the what's now the secondary, it's all the linemen. Well, right. Forget it. Yep. Uh,
4: they're never going to catch him. The only other real speedy guy you have in the backfield is the quarterback right. maybe. All right, Shankweiler has it teed, ready to go. Has it fall off the
1: tee, and he'll try it again. All right. Again, trying to stay out of trouble in the special teams game. Panthers not wanting to kick it to the dangerous Conestoga returns. Here's a very high, short, angled kick, and it's going to be fielded at the 30 yard line. Excellent job by the Conestoga upman over there. Is that, uh, who was that? Number 20? 20. Yeah. Uh, Le Riviere. so nice work there to make the fair catch signal and set up the pioneers at their 33-yard line. Just 2:08 to play here in regulation. Panthers now probably going to be in that nickel defense or dime defense. You'd think here Evan Meniker in the game as well. So here we go. You got a uh, break in the huddle, and it looks like the Panthers may call timeout here. We'll see. All right, Panthers are going to call timeout. Timeout, and we've got two oh eight to play here in regulation. We'll yeah, we'll keep it right here. See if we can't find a couple other scores. We do know one final as fast moving second half over in Glen Mills, as uh, Garnet Valley had the mercy rule clock going, and they finished forty one nothing with a victory over. Uh, Radner tonight. And Speaking of lopsided shutouts, Ridley 70. Oh, not uh, a shutout. Harriton, uh,
4: Harriton, Harriton 6. So oh, there's a 6. That's not a 0. There's
1: a 6 there. Harriton got on the board. So good news there for the Rams who continue to battle. Uh, we'll, we will again just show our admiration again for them over and over. All right. Sun, ba- uh, Sun Valley's Valley, battling. They're battling. They're, they were trailing Westchester Henderson 21-0 at one point. Now it's 21-14 with still six minutes and change to play in the fourth. Uh, we'll try to get another couple score updates as we go. Maybe uh, see what what happens with Upper Darby and Pencrash. But here we're bringing it right back. All right. High formation. S- receivers are split for Calvin Shirley. And the Pioneer offense from their own 33 on first and ten. Shirley fires to the right flat, incomplete, right at the feet of Detweiler in coverage. There was Austin Connor, so Connor, really the outside linebacker tonight, but they have him shifted out there on, uh, well, really in the in the flats with AJ Glavichek playing behind him. Looks like. That uh, game plan to double Peter Detweiler in the past game has worked very, very well
4: <laughs> up to this point. Mm. Last update from Upper Darby, 34-14 Upper Darby. On top of Pencrest there, just under three minutes to go in
1: the third. Here, second down and ten. Two receivers to the left for Calvin Shirley, who's in the gun. One to the right, and he's back to pass on second and ten. Looking. Firing to the near sideline. Has a man out there. Incomplete. In and out of the hands of Jeremy Friend, who juggled it momentarily, and then Chase Nangle comes in to finish. Good coverage. Yep. If uh, Friend may have had a chance to hold on to that, if not for Nangle's hit. Yep. At the end there. Brings up third down and ten. So, Andrew, I know you were keeping track of some of those passing stats for Shirley, which uh,
4: 7 of 16 for 86 yards
1: in the pick. Yep. So the big pass play of the evening was the second play from scrimmage. Yeah, tonight. that was a beauty, too. And that wasn't even from Shirley. No, that was yeah. the backup quarterback who they snuck into the flat and a trick play got Conestoga a 7 nothing lead. They, it was short-lived after that. Here we go on third and ten. Shirley back to pass. Looking, firing deep down that far sideline. Oh. Has a man out there, Detweiler, but overshoots him oh. and out of bounds. Oh. Detweiler can flat out fly, can he? Ed. Goodness gracious. He was step for step with the corner over there and then just has an extra
4: gear. And a heck of an arm from Shirley, too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He put that a good five, ten yards past where Detweiler was running. And that was Thirty yards down the field.
0: Well, it was also, you know, if it had been in, if it had been in field, you know, not a, not a uh, out of bounds, he might have chased under it and caught it. Yeah. He just had nowhere to go.
1: So fourth and ten, and uh, the punt team on for Conestoga with just one fifty-four to play here in regulation. Okay. And uh, Matt Schuller standing deep to return, alongside of Chase Nangle. My guess is that they are under orders to not go anywhere near this football. Don't take a hit. Don't touch the ball. And here's a good high spiraling kick. No, and no, no. is going to signal fair catch, juggle it momentarily, and make the catch at the 32 yard line. Woo!
0: Boy, that's <laughs> just not. I, if, if the coach didn't tell him to leave it the heck alone. Yeah. But I don't understand the punt. You got a minute 48, yeah. throw something, see if you get a first down. If
1: not, what You know, Haven's just going to take some knees and call it a day. All right, so Panther offense back on the field at their own 32 yard line. Pioneers with just one timeout remaining. They can stop the clock once with the score 35-14. One first down here for the Panthers would essentially end it. Schuler in the backfield alongside of Barlow and Austin Connor, Milligan will take a snap and take a knee and get this clock started. Panthers are not going to be able to run out this clock entirely, but... Coach Clancy not at all interested in uh, running up any statistics or getting anybody hit or hurt or, you know, anything like that. So the Panthers will <laughs> take a knee three times and probably punt it away and <laughs> have to play defense one more time. How long is the play clock, 40 seconds? 30, 30, 30, 35. 35, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, they it's close. It. It's going to be really close. I mean, Conestoga has one timeout remaining. I don't know that Coach Diamond's going to need to put the offense back out there. Here's Milligan's going to take a snap, take a knee again. So brings up third down and about 12 here. Clock inside a minute now. 58, 57, 56.
4: (laughs) That should should do it.
1: This might actually do it. Frankly, the Panthers could let the play clock even run all the way out and then just snap it. Uh, one more time here. All right, here's Milligan under center. Clock ticks, 36, 37, or sorry, 35. I'm counting upward. I'm trying to add to this. <laughs> All right, takes a snap, takes a knee with 30 seconds left. They will spot the ball at 25 seconds, and that will do it. Panthers will not need another snap. Everybody will line up at midfield, and the Panthers with a convincing 35-14 to 14 final score. It's closer than it looked, but a big-time play by Matt Schuler in the final desperation drive and an all-powerful running game got the job done for the Panthers. They pile up nearly 400 yards rushing and will move to 6-1 and one on the season. All right, stick with us. Be back for a quick wrap-up, talk about the weeks ahead for the Pioneers and Panthers. Glad you joined us live on the archive on havenfootball.net.
6: For a way to reach families in the Wallingford-Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities, our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net and contact us for information on advertising on our Panther broadcast network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Haven football. Panther football and your company, a great combination.
0: This is CBS3 Sports Director Beasley Reese, and you're listening to High School Football on www.havenfootball.net.
1: Well, what a night for football once again. Panthers get it done. Bounce back. A week ago, over that, over that win for Garnet from, or the tough loss to Garnet Valley, and really, this, uh, as we looked at it uh, ahead of time, even over the summer, said, "Boy, that that stretch there with Haverford, Garnet Valley, uh, Springfield, Springfield, and Conestoga, boy, that is the gauntlet this year. That is a brutal four-week stretch. The Panthers come out of that three and one, and yep. now down the home stretch they go with three weeks to play and playoff seating. On their minds,
0: and I think they—I think they beat a very strong Conestoga. I'm not too sure what happened with the passing game tonight. Whether they just couldn't make it work, whether they're missing some something in that formula, or whether Haven just was able to cover. Certainly, the pass rush was nothing exceptional, but but they did seem to have good coverage, or didn't seem to be a lot of wide open guys. And uh, you know that took an element from Conestoga. They certainly moved the ball well on the ground, um, and of course. This game would not have been nearly as close. I think it may have been the same score, except that uh, Conestoga, eh, they may have had the 14, maybe not, if Haven had scored on that first possession in the second half. But uh, certainly a dominating performance by Haven. I mean, there was never a doubt, really, after the first touchdown by Conestoga as to who was in charge of this game, and Conestoga would have to play catch-up. So, you know, a good outing, particularly coming off of Springfield, where I thought that they did not play as well as they should have. And did not defeat um, Springfield as easily as I thought they should have. But um, so this is good, and of course now we're going to have some games where it'll, it may be a little more lopsided. We'll see.
1: Lopsided, we'll see indeed. But uh, homecoming next Friday night, uh, obviously at home with Pencrest. Yeah, so we'll be it broadcasting. Yeah, we'll <laughs> broadcast the media bowl, and uh, the Panthers looking to keep the trophy on uh, South Providence Road for another year. And uh, again, special. Uh special program next week uh, honoring the 2,000 uh, state champions. We tried to do that last year, but, of course, uh, with COVID protocols, couldn't pull it off for the 20-year anniversary. But uh, you don't want to miss what's going on next Friday night at George L. Kingfield. Good luck to Coach Matt Diamond and Conestoga in their playoff push in the weeks ahead. They take on Upper Darby a week from now. But, uh, again, next Friday night we'll be on the air at 645, back in the friendly confines of George L. King Field. And uh, looking forward to that. So thanks again to everybody here for getting us a little bit of space at uh, Conestoga. Thanks again, actually, to defensive uh, coach Mike Connor who was hanging there right in front of us <laughs> trying to keep, uh, uh, keep us out of his ear while he called the defensive signals. But, uh, and again, of course, thanks always to uh, our, our great team here, Pete and Andrew and Mike doing everything on the website to make it happen. And Panthers come out victorious one more time here in Berwyn. Final score, Strathaven 35, Conestoga 14. This is Brian Carroll signing off after another great night of football. Good night, everybody, and good football.
0: This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening, and good night.